At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Go with Mickey D's two for six deal. You can go two filet of fish. You can go two crispy chicken sandwiches. You can go two spicy crispy chicken sandwiches. But one thing you can't go, you can't go wrong when you get two Mickey D's faves for just six dollars. Get the filet of fish crispy chicken sandwich or spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Any two for six dollars plus any size sprite, just a dollar. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sprite is a registered trademark of the Coca Cola Company. Konichi fucking wa. Minasan konnichiwa. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk to Keiki. Uh, we are the tired and groggy edition of it. Yeah, we're both uh, just like, fuck, I can't believe we got to do this bullshit for these well, no, fucking that, cocksuckers. We, well, long day, and we're, of course, we're back on the backlog again. No, of course. can't. Things can't last for too long. You. Yeah, you can't have a good faith forever. <laughs> like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was a left turn. Yep. Anyway, I'm at your host. And joining me as always, my co-high, Ethan. What's going on? Domo. I'm tired. He's, he's just as dead as I am. But, well, he's, he's more. He's, he's double dead. Yeah, man. Fucking. I just got him from the gym. Hard ass workout. I'm just, I don't know. I feel kind of like, ugh. I don't know. I feel off. You know, you ever feel like off like i feel off today like i woke up feeling off um i went to i took a nap in the middle of my day like i normally do because i can nap every day during my lunch break and it felt stupendous and i was still tired and i was right. like i don't want to do shit and then i was like all right i gotta go to the gym so i went to the gym and then that workout was sh- fucking hell and then just i was i ate and i was like i just want to lay in bed and i was like i gotta record oh, god damn it mm-hmm. all right let's fucking talk about anime for two hours guys yeah, we're we're just gonna do that. Uh, we got our first season finale of Winter, mm-hmm. so that's one less on the show. Indeed, for the next five weeks or so. Yep, uh, we are doing Cakey Shop next week. It, it's actually going to happen. We promised this time. Yes, we're gonna do a special edition of JoJo with yeah, our other two admins for the Eat the Cake. If they're if group. they're free. <laughs> If they're free. Well, I mean, they better be free. Yeah, they, they got till next Thursday, so... Yeah, so, I mean, fuck. What's it called? Yeah. 
but we're, we're going to do it because uh, we're not going to do a talk to Kiki since I'll be in Vermont for the five days. So I'm not going to have time to watch everything. So mm-hmm. so when I come back, I'm going to use those remaining days to catch up. <laughs> Fair enough. On everything. So, okay, we could do Kiki Shop of uh, the first quarter or the first third of JoJo's Part 6, Stone Ocean. The first quarter. Oh, yeah, up to third. Third. Is it a third? Oh, yeah, because yeah, they normally do 30 something well, episodes, right? Yeah, they, like the last ones were 39. So I figured they're going to do the same thing. Mm, that's such a third. Well, I guess 13 this season. That makes sense. Did they, yeah, they didn't yeah. go 13, though? They did 12, didn't they? 12, 13. It's around there. Wait, no, did 12, 13, 14 to hit 39? The fuck? Uh, we will see what they're doing. Let's see if they follow the formula. <laughs> that's fucking dumb. Whatever. It is fucking dumb. But what, what can you do? <laughs> Uh, also, uh, on top of this, Jujutsu Kaisen is getting a second season officially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. next year, twenty twenty three, winter twenty twenty three. Yep, winter twenty three. So we're not gonna have the overlap shit again. Yep, it's gonna start in January. Looking so, forward to there it. There you go for early anime of the year for people that that watch nothing else. Yes. Reminder: also, tickets for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie in America drop. In about nine days, I believe uh, they said uh, I think it was Friday. Yeah, they said I think they drop on the 24th and the movie will be out at the end of March. I think it was like the March. Alrighty, which we will definitely cover once that comes out. Indeed, we shall. By the way, I don't know if you saw. Did you know that freaking Jujutsu Kaisen has spent eight weeks in Japan? The movie has spent eight weeks in Japan at number one, at number one, including right. the last four weeks. Like literally they spent like three weeks or four weeks at number one got bounced and has spent another four weeks straight at right. number one. It's fucking wild. Yep, it is just crazy shit. <laughs> I mean, bro, I can't wait to see that shit, bro. It's going to be fucking wicked. Yep, I'm excited for everything about it. Hi. Hi. Hi, Mochidon. Uh, we'll have another announcement season-wise when we talk about our one of our shows. But also, uh, Tokyo 24th Ward will not have a new episode next week. Or, Indeed. sorry, today. Sorry, tomorrow. So today, tomorrow as we record, which is basically a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. But yeah, show. no new episode till next week. Yeah, they said that they're going to have one then week again, we're break. Not rec- for, for then again, we're not, re- we're not recording next week anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to catch up, basically, because the reality of their freaking of their thing is they were a week ahead um, of all the shows. That's right. They were because they did that their one hour thing early. Yeah, so they had their um they had their one hour special early, and so they're a week ahead. Now they'll be uh, covered with all the other shows that will be on week seven for the most part. Um, I think there's only one other show that's like a week behind, I think, or two other shows as far as we know. And then Shamue, uh, I think Shenmue, whatever you want to call it, Vanitas started a week late. Yeah, well, for you, Vanitas is late. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we go through the list, um, Princess uh, Connect started a week late. Uh, um, trap, traps, trappy Sakai was a week. Uh, and... I don't know um, that's about it. Yeah, the rest, the rest were the normal. Yeah, the rest are on normal schedules, so that'll be straight. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't talk. I explained in the group chat. I want to let you know that the Funimation started working for this. Yeah, stupidest... what, what, what did you okay. fucking do? No, this is what my partner did. Mm, what is I because uh, I told him to uh, basically call Roku, see what the fuck is up. Hmm. Because I tried, re- I reset the TV, uninstalled, reinstalled the app on the Roku TV. Hmm. Hmm. But okay, well, if this doesn't happen. If Roku can't fix it, we're probably going to buy another TV. Hmm. And then uh, my partner's like, hey, have you tried Factory Reset? Like, uh, probably not. I have not done that. 
No, if nobody wants that, the factory like, reset their shit. That's like yeah, the last. Do you think thing. that'll work? No. So they so they Googled it, and someone talked to someone talked about the same issue, mm. and they said he fixed the issue because what happened was that whatever has like a free TV stream program like uh, yeah. Tubi, which yeah. is what we did have for like one show and then never used it. That was causing the issue for the subtitles. Wow. So because Tubi was installed on the yes on the TV. So yeah, once yeah, because this happened when we installed Tubi. <laughs> Oh, wow. So it was around that October, November time. Mm-hmm. And then once they got rid of it, all the subtitles on the shows were working fine. And then they, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> Goddamn Tubi. So there we go. Again, we haven't used it since that one time. So who cares? Yeah, seriously. I mean, if you want to watch Tubi, you could watch some. Oh, no, because uh, we were when we were in Iceland, we were watching the uh, hotel, Hell, the Gordon Ramsay show thing. Oh. And there was a two parter. And they didn't show the second episode. Mm. So we were trying to so like, okay, fine. Well, I guess we'll wait till we go home. Mm. And we found out that it was the only time it was like streamed on was Tubi. So we watched mm. it for this that one episode. Wow. Yeah. So fuck you, Tubi. <laughs> so basically don't download an app that offers like free TV that's not paid for. It will fuck, fuck your subtitles, subtitles up because they don't care about the Japan. The, Japan, the Japanese. I was going to say the yes, Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> oh my God. I so you know I'm tired. I'm over here cuddling uh, my cat and I'm saying, yo, don't fuck with the Japanese, bro. <laughs> oh, oh God. Shit, All right. Fuck. <laughs> Holy balls. All right. Let, let's, should we just get straight to it? Yeah, buddy. Let's 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 pull the bandit off. Let's have an unprotected quickie with these reviews. Uh, number, oh, you should do. What? No, they're they're good for once in a while. I think this calls for it. An unprotected <laughs> quickie, and that's where you end up with a baby or AIDS. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I haven't got either of those yet. So, <laughs> knock on some wood, bro. Right the fuck now, rock. Knock on that shit. I did. I knocked on my desk, there which is wood. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's get right to it. Reviews. Uh, Lupin the Third, Part Six. Uh, I held off on uh, because I talked about how there were two episodes last week. I held off on the last one because I was thought, okay, maybe Part Two will be this week. It didn't happen. So, mm. so like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I wait. I waited for nothing. Basic fucking. Good job. Well, we we I I still watched it. Uh, we go back to the main plot of uh, Lupin's past. He's looking for his mentor, Tomo. Who mm-hmm. he thought she died, but there's a group of a uh, new, new group of bandits that hey, our teacher is Tomo. Mm-hmm. So all that happens, so he's trying to find info on who knows her. There's this uh, congresswoman from a different country that uh, th- that knows the name Tomo. So he decides to investigate there. Uh, he meets his uh, crush from uh, the flower shop, Matea, because like because before she was like, I'm going on vacation, and we find out. It's going on vacation here. So they like they just randomly met up. They like, oh, are you here to steal stuff? They're like, oh no, I'm here on a personal matter. There's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So fuck all that shit. Uh he goes to sneak into that woman's house. They started talking. It's like, I'll, I'll help you out, but you gotta promise to leave. But uh, but someone did a drive-by, shot something out the window to hit Lupon, which caused Lupon to open the window to go, like, hey, what the fuck, guy, you asshole. Which made uh, the paparazzi take a picture of it. Like, oh, he's sleeping with the congresswoman. Hey. You know, that's not the case. Uh, Matea playfully gets mad at Lupin's. Like, I can't believe you're seeing her. This is why you came here, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his heart's on Fujiko, but you know, he, he, he's a gentleman to everyone. 
But uh, basically, uh, he finds out that was a, for the congresswoman, it was the uh, her second in command that was the one like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with her just to get her out of here. He gets rid of he gets rid of them. He like ties them. It's like, oh yeah, they're not gonna bother you anymore. You should probably fire this guy. Uh, so she gives him like the info. Like, okay, here's this. Uh, go here. Now get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what's going on? He leaves. He leaves the area. Uh, Senegana was a uh, was patrolling the area trying to look for Lupin, and then he heard there's like oh he said like oh something's not right. So he goes inside. He sees the congresswoman dead on the ground, shot. Like, oh, shit, are you all right? And the police was and he got it, did it, and he got arrested. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, man, that's what happened. <laughs> so good episode there. I really wish there was a part two because, like, damn it, I wanted it now. <laughs> but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So that's the end of part six, part two? No, we got no of that because it's a two part episode. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I didn't get the second part of the episode. Ah, ah which hi. I wanted. Yeah, so that was where we were with that. So anyway, moving on. So loop. It was a hot summer's day, and uh, what's called Hiori, and I was like, ah, we want to go fishing on the boat. So okay, well, you can go fishing on the boat with us. I'm gonna go at nighttime. We're gonna catch these special exotic big fish. So we gotta take the boat to go in the middle of the sea. Uh, And then uh, Koharu has her. Sorry, um. Koi's dad gives a Hiori a special rod that he was going to give to her dead father, but since you know he's dead, want to give it to the uh, daughter instead. So she's excited. She's excited. She wants to catch the fish. Uh, they get there. Koharu, the girl who sucks at fishing, was able to catch the fish. So she was very happy. While Hiori did not catch the fish, Hiori sucks. Ichika. She sucks. She's, they suck. No, she's 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 she was doing it like she had it. She was real the day, but the fish was like, all right, I'm bouncing. I see the net. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> fuck your net. Yep. And then she's like, I didn't catch fish. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, we got one of the we got one of the fish, so what are we gonna do? Um, so Ichika's like, Well, I'm gonna go take it to this restaurant that my friend works at, and she's gonna make stuff of it because you gotta for ladies very right, because the the skin the scales on this is poisonous. Mm. You gotta cut it right. And then we meet the new character. She's like, while you're here, it's like, we want you to cut this and make us something. This is a restaurant. You got to pay for something. You can't just give me food for me to cut. Fuck off you. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Then she eventually caved in because, you know, I guess she's dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she makes a little shashimi thing and they all love it. And that was the episode of Hiori and Koharu bonding more with the fish. In. It's just, it, it, it's cute. That was it. Kawaii, kawaii. Yes, kawaii with the fishies. <laughs> All right, moving on. Doll's front line. Mm. Uh, the main squad is all together except for M16. So they found they were able to track her down. So M4A1, AR15, Sotbod. Then there's no, no there's no nine millimeter. There's no fucking no, uh, no, there's no nine millimeter. There's no AR15. There's no fucking uh well, I, there is AR15. Why is you know bro? You know what would be a great name for one of those fucking girls? What Desert Eagle. Uh, no, it's letters and numbers. Ah, bro, Desert Eagle would be fucking tits. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll give it a, a random name too, like a random numbers with. Because they got AK-47, right? No. Oh, they, I bet you that's gonna be some crazy character. <laughs> that's so no. All, all the villains, all the villain androids have uh, similar names: this executioner, hunter, agents. They don't have numbers or gun types. Uh, that would aggravate the shit out of me. Bro. It did. <laughs> Jesus like a, Christ, bro. Oh like, God, God damn it. 
All right, continue. Sorry, I just want to interject there real quick. I know I that's fine. Uh, yeah, eventually M16 gets found. She's like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm all good, no problems." Uh, yeah. Where are you guys? Like, but like, yeah, I'm glad you found me. You're gonna come try to come rescue me, but I can't go back with you because I got my own special secret mission that's for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was carrying this giant weapon with her. She didn't. She didn't say what it is yet. That's that's yeah. still a mystery. Eventually, the old rendezvous is like, "All right, I'm good. Don't worry about me." And okay, bye. So I I don't know. It's just gonna be some shady shit, but not a lot. Like, there's nothing big happened in this either. Mm-hmm. I will say the animation improved, but like nothing still stellar. Like the principle of Doll's Frontline is good. I would say the freaking uh, the animation looks fine for what it is. Um, the story, yeah, the like way the you've OP seen it, is kind of the story is okay from what you're what I'm gauging, but. Bro, between the story just being okay and then the character names just fucking aggravating me, like uh, I couldn't do it. No, I I don't blame you. So I couldn't do it. I'm but so yeah, glad. It, like I'm more like picky uh, over the animes that I choose now. So, so. Uh, well, aren't well, aren't you, Mister Pretentious? Okay. Teddy Teddy Crossons. No, we're not doing Cody. We're, oh, we're not doing French Vince. Cena, you're Cody, puppies. Roman Rosen, impossible. What a maneuver! <laughs> I got him. I got him with the what a maneuver. Uh, oh shit! All right, moving on. Akebi's sailor uniform. Akebi's excited. He's like, oh, I'm going to invite one of my friends over finally. Just one. I'm going to invite Erica. Mm. And I swear to God, the Yuri vibes were strong in this one. Oh, you are going to tell me Erica was a cunt and fucking... Uh, oh, I can't say that word. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. Fuck. My bad. You, 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 you'll get bleeped out. Yeah, right? <laughs> Erica's a bitch. Yeah, that. Uh, no, no, Erica's nice and cool and all. Uh, again, the Yuri vibes, they all pinky promise something. Uh, they were like lifts are almost close to each other, mm. but it's still not. <laughs> so, uh, do they legit like each other, or is it just like I like they're friends, but I don't know if they like each other that way? How, do they talk well, about feel, boys like, at all, or what? Do they talk about boys at all, or no? Mm-hmm. I, I still swear all the students have the house for Akebi. So. so a lot of students like her. She goes to an all-girls school, right? Yeah. Ah, no wonder. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and just her personality is what attracts them. That's why like, she's not like everyone else. Oh, maybe it'll be like a female Sasaki Miyano. Uh, I Maybe. I don't, I don't know how the manga is. It might be a little different, but as of right now, it's still a, still a no. Makes sense. And yeah, sorry, I'm gonna use the first thing. Komichi. That's Akabi's first thing. Komichi. Komichi and Erica. What do they do to hang out first? They go fishing. Oh my god. Like I like I swear to god, I thought I saw slow loop already. I thought I saw the latest episode. <laughs> it's but like they're those, not, but but they're it's not. like in America where you see like the Simpsons inside a family guy inside a Futurama. Right, right, right. Special episode and but shit. they're not they're not fucking lollies, so it's yeah, that's true. Like they're normal high school, <laughs> high school size. Not midgets. Eventually, yeah, they all they eventually they're fishing, they hang out, their clothes a little wet. So Komichi brings Erica to her house. Like, oh yeah, she can finally hang out. Because at first she didn't want to invite her over because there was a leak in the roof. It's like, I don't want her to see that. Mm-hmm. But I got to find where her clothes were damp, so she had no choice. Mm. 
So, and then uh, Komichi's sister, Kao's like, oh, she brought a girl over. She brought a friend. Because, <laughs> mm. you know, they don't go, she don't go to school either. So uh, basically, yeah, um, Kao and the mother were all using uh, Erica's first name because uh, Komichi and Erica were on a, on a last name basis. But then they how to use our first name so casually when you first met her. What the fuck? Yeah. I am jealous. <laughs> all that shit went on. Uh, Komichi and Erica take a bath together. All that happened. And then in, they're, in the, they're in the bedroom. Erica talks to Cal like, so what do you like about your sister? Then Komichi's like, please don't say anything weird. Please don't say anything weird. Please don't say anything weird. And then while Kao is thinking about it, the mother comes in with the snacks. They hey, here's snacks and drinks. So Komichi gets us saying, thank you. And what does Kao do? Guess. Uh, say something weird. Exactly. Not only that. She gets up, smacks her sister on the ass, saying her ass makes a really good sound when you smack it. Ooh. Right in front of the mother and in front of Erica. Well then. I was like, what the fuck? This hey. is twice now. She smacked ass. The first episode and this episode. But does she like, not have like she... does she not have a, a big she didn't even have a big ass from what I saw, right? <laughs> uh, it's got jiggle. Like hmm. it's not big, but it's got a shape. Okay. That, that's really it. So, and then Komichi's like, what the fuck? And, and uh, later on, it's like, why does she smack her? Oh, because like when they're younger, Komichi would slap herself to make her laugh like a prank or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why she does like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the family takes Erica home. They're like, all right, it was nice meeting you. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Erica starts running towards the car saying, wait! Uh, Komichi, I'm going to call you by your first name from now on. Let's all have a first name basis. That makes makes Komichi happy. And the episode ends there. So it it was a cute episode. Probably one of the better ones. (laughs) Is this more of a comedy? Like, I feel like it's somewhat more of a comedy. You got, there's a little bit of comedy, but it's not like, it's not the genre. It's just a slice of life. Mm, Okay. But you get some comedy there from just how they act. (laughs) Yeah, I see that. Yeah, so it's like a more natural sort of this forced comedy. (laughs) Makes sense. Where you gotta make these random faces to beat the shit out of someone or whatever. Okay. It's not Gintama. <laughs> oh god. All right. Uh shit, Lido. What the fuck happened in Lido? Clearly nothing critical. Uh so I'm gonna find out. If you don't remember, nothing critical happened. Or you're really fucking tired, fucking whatever. Uh it could be that. It could be. Uh we picked up where we left off where uh Kano destroys all the warp rock golems, beats the crap out of them. Like, oh yeah, uh, there's loot. Uh, you guys can take the loot. I'm not here for it. I don't give a shit. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. I'm a bad man. Yep. Give me the no, loot. Because you know, like she's OP, so she don't give a fuck. Hey. She don't give a fuck about money or experience. Hey. It's like, okay, I just want to cross. I just want to go to the Crescent Moon Castle. So I was like, all right, fine. You can go to the Crescent Moon Castle. As uh, she goes, she finds the Guardian Tower. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's uh, she finds one of the Guardians there, uh, Juge Liang. You know, the Dynasty Warriors character. Uh-huh. But it's a Skousen Guardian. Vive la France. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, this is, oh yeah, we have bandits around here. Can you go fuck with the bandits? Like, oh yeah, we already fucked up the bandits. Mm-hmm. All that shit. It's like, well, uh, if I need anything, like, uh, we'll go to you. Like, but I'll be sure to give you mana to make your skeleton body alive. And then she goes back to the grand, to the grandkids. Like, so yeah, remember that message that said about my mind? Say to crucify her. Yeah, let her know that I'm coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was where the episode is there. So that's funny stuff. And again, yeah, she has an anger problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but she just does. Interesting. Moving on. Ranking of Kings. Ah, we got another fucking banger. 
we got we got an episode where Boji actually has a fight, mm-hmm. like a full on legit fight, and we find out the guy in the silver armor is Oaken, which is the underworld king's brother. Is the king of the underworld? That's his brother. Mm-hmm. So it's Desh, so it's Desha, Despa, and Oaken. They're all the three brothers of the underworld. Uh, but they uh, basically we find out that the father wanted an immortality, so he was like he was like sacrificing children all that to get it. Uh, but the, his children overthrew him, so he was dead. Dessa became king. You find out all their uh, what they're good at and whatnot. Dessa had all the powers. Despa he didn't, but he had like the intelligence. Oaken had nothing, but when he was twenty five, he you find out he's actually immortal. Mm. He's the one that had the power of, of immortality. Uh, this just tr- this drove him to go crazy since he wanted to die. But mm-hmm. he went rogue, and now he's this uh, villain for Miranjo, this knight. Isn't that ironic? Like, such an ironic trope that, like, people who want to live forever die, and everyone who wants to die normally gets to live for, like, a fucking long no, ass time. No, like, it's not that world. he wanted to die. He just didn't want to live with that type of power. Like, it just drove him insane. Mm-hmm. So all that happened. Yeah. Uh, Bo- so while we got that backstory on the Underworld family, uh, Boji and Kage found Appius, who was still uh, knocked out. And he was about to die out. Mm-hmm. But uh, Appius slowly woke up and then he uh, he was apologizing to him for what he was doing, like following Miranjo. But the fact that she helped him out so much when he was younger, like he can't betray her. Mm. But he's like, you just hey, just leave me. Just go do what you got to do type of thing. Like he was but he was still happy to see him, like how much he's grown as a person. Mm-hmm. So he loved that. And then uh, while Boji was running around looking, uh, he sees Oaken. Because Oaken got summoned over by Miranjo, who was kidnapped by the other bandits that went rogue. Mm. And so Despa's like, tell Boji not to fight Oaken because he's no match for him. Mm. He's really not. <laughs> Eventually, uh, he's, Boji sees, sees one of the bandits in trouble from Oaken. So he actually says, hey, I'm going to protect you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Despite the guy trying to blow poison mist in Boji's face. But since he's a giant, technically, like in the family, they're immune to poison. Mm-hmm. So even the strongest poison was like, ah, well, shit. Uh, but great fight, great, great animation. For you thought you would scene. kill me, but it is me, Dio. Horo <laughs> But yeah, they, they, <laughs> now I got you. <laughs> oh shit! All right. But yeah, uh, Boji not gonna fight it. Everything is great. Kage's cheered him on. While Miranda's like, yeah, Boji ain't gonna win this. So fuck him. Mm-hmm. Well, so but she also is impressed that uh. Basically, Boji got too strong, like how type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, Boji just stabs Oaken multiple times in his pressure points, even gets in the chest. But no, but since he's immortal, he really can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. So uh, Baraju somehow had a guilty conscience and told him, told Kage, like, hey, I think you should tell Boji to leave. Mm-hmm. But Boji doesn't want to leave because he still has to protect people. Because if he leaves now, then someone's going to die. Mm-hmm. And then while Ka- when Kage and Miranjo were talking, Miranjo just went like, oh, well, well, he's my guy. I'm the one that brought him here. It's like, wait a minute, you son of a bitch. And then the episode ended right there. So now like, Miranjo's feeling like she was the mastermind, even though we all knew that, but Kage and Boji didn't. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The episode ended there. As always, I got to end it with Vanitas Part 2. Vanitas. Yes, shit is getting fucking wild once again. <laughs> we picked up what we left off where, where Chloe uh, trapped... I keep getting her name wrong. Uh, Nania 
the 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 bodyless figure that steals people's true names. But Chloe tricked her to get her original to get a physical body so she can kill her. Like I said, she got the trap, and she's killing her because she took Jean Jacques' real name to turn him into this beast. Is because she said because she didn't want anything to happen to him, but now because of this creature, something happened to Jean Jacques to become this beast. So that pissed Chloe off. Mm. So she like has his arm, his hands around her neck, choking the life out of her, and then it was like it looked like she was about to die. The body's cracking, but Vinius had this realization that he tells Chloe not to kill her. Mm. And her body's revealed, and you find out Nania's true form is the queen that we talked about in the first season. But Vinius called called August out saying, hey, where's this queen? Are you hiding something from, from her? That's because no one has seen her. You find out that Nania is the actual queen. She's like this deaf person, <laughs> like Lady mm-hmm. Deaf. Mm-hmm. So it's like, holy shit. <laughs> I type of Faye, like she, like you actually see her whole whole body, like blonde hair, red eyes, like she's about to kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she grabs Chloe, ki- like has her, like kisses her, but pours this black ooze into her to like poison and choke her out. Mm-hmm. And while all that happened, like she just disappears, like she retreats. Uh, you see, you see Jane. She realized that Chloe is not the beast because she thought that's who the beast was. That's why she was supposed to kill her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jane gets her ass kicked. Uh, we see more uh, fucking shadow like creatures killing people. Uh, old other like dog-like guardians, and guess who comes back? Roland, our favorite paladin. He comes back to sit for the rescue after Vinius and No had an argument because because uh, No was like, "Hey, uh, you knew about who she is the whole time. Wouldn't you say anything?" Like, "Oh, well, you wouldn't believe me. So what the fuck you wanted me to do?" <laughs> so No just headbutts Vinius Tandro style. Oh shit! And it's like I would have believed you, goddamn it! After everything I've been through with you, yeah, I would have believed you. Like, like, why'd you headbutt me? That hurt. And he headbutts him again. Wow. And that's when Roland showed up. And he's like, oh, my, my buddies, my friends, how are you doing? He pulls them all in like a hug. Like, so what are we going to do here? Like, mm. he was intrigued by what they're going to do next after being seen the uh, team out the first time. So I was like, all right, well, I love you guys. So what are you guys going to do? Let me know what you need help with. I got you, man. Mm. And then uh, he tells Roland, like, hey, I can't protect the villagers who got transport into this little vortex void thing that they're all trapped in because of the queen and make sure they don't die while we try to break the curse of the beast. They like, are right, sure. We got this. And so Roland goes, he, t- he gets a superior say, like, Hey, uh, I'm, you're going to help me out. Right. It's like, well, fuck you, but sure. I'll help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, you get backstory on Jenna and then you find out like she was basically, yeah, she was just, even as a child, she was like brainwashed to think that she was a tool for killing. Mm. And then you see her parents like, oh, yeah, we'll be right back. Goodbye. We love you. And they get decapitated in the fire mm-hmm. because she disobeyed. So if you disobey, we kill your parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. That type of thing. So it got to the thing like, yeah, like she she kept repeating stuff that she was a tool and all this. We fast forward to when Jeanne met Chloe again, like when she was younger. Like she want like her job was to kill her, but she couldn't kill her because mm-hmm. like she still remembers her type of thing. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Chloe basically fell, uh, where people soon felt her death, which that wasn't the case, she like like ah oh, shit, I'm screwed because I'm the one that di- I didn't kill her. She like died on her own. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is like her redemption. Like oh yeah, you gotta kill Chloe for real this time. And then you see like a AC like Vanitas like arguing with her like meant like in her in her thoughts like. 
I'm gonna cure I'm gonna cure her curse and all this. Like you're not killing her. It's like it's too late. It's like, no, it's not too late, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And episode ends there. So great stuff. Now it's gotta wait. See what they do next. Makes sense. Makes sense. At, we're at the halfway point for this one. So Yeah, with the halfway point for majority of anime. So I'd say this we time. are. <laughs> we are. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, that is it for me. Your turn. <laughs> Um, uh, I got nothing. Let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. You're not caught up. Oh, well, fuck us. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. We'll start with Worlds and Harem. Um, I gotta think back on shit that was that was said. Basically, uh, the episode kind of focuses on um on more of the mysteries involved with the um with the the initial outbreak, and so um, what's it called um. Uh, Reito gets his uh, gets the picture back and um, he notices it starts interacting with his band. He's like, that's weird. So he goes to the bathroom and he opens the, or he like puts the, the picture to the band and he actually gets to see the original plans from uh, the MK virus, how it was made. Um, there are some parts that were destroyed, I guess, in the documentation. So he has to basically reverse engineer the virus to come up with it. But um, yeah, he basically has this information now. And so um, there's that. So he's starting to work in secret and do stuff around uh, like behind like the the UW's back and behind his attendance back, his new attendance back. And so um, there's some controversy there. Meanwhile, um, his nurse kind of like suspects stuff and he's she's starting to like question like what's going on. So she meets up with the new attendant in the in the, the bath. And was right. like, hey, where were you? Um, then uh, well, I was. She's like, no. At first, she was like, oh, I was looking at, um, at the the old woman's uh, file, and her she was completely fine. And then you know the, her levels were at like an, a crazy level. She was poisoned, and you know the woman's like, oh well, you know that's unfortunate. Whatever, right? It's kind of suspicious. So she pins her against like a rock and was like, where were you that night? And she's like, I was running my report on Reto. I have to let the UW know all of his actions, whatever the whatever. And so there's a little bit of suspicion there. Uh, and Rato, you see this in the middle of the episode also. Um, he kind of he's on alert as well because he doesn't know who to trust. He clearly knows there's somebody that's against him in his little group. He just doesn't know who. And so um, that's, you know, taken care of. 
Um, meanwhile, um, what's it called? Uh, number one, who's fucking everything. He, you know, keeps fucking. He's getting bored of like having girls be brought to him different or he wants, you know, to do something different. Like he's starting to get tired of just having sex all the time. So um, what's it called? So he goes out. He manages to convince um, his attendant to, to let him out. And so they're in a limo going through like one of the refugee camps and he spots a girl and he's like, I want to I want to mate with her like she's gorgeous. Oh, my God. Like, I love her. And the girl is Rachel's younger sister. <laughs> so keep in mind, you know, this guy is in his, I think, early 20s and Rachel's sister is 16. So like there is a little bit of a barrier there. But in this new world, you know, as long as there's consent, there's fine. So um, basically uh, he asked, he, they end up like saying, like, no, you can't have her. That's Rachel's younger sister. You can't fuck her. And he's like, no, I want to. I want to be with her. Da, da, da. So they're like, all right, let's ask Rachel. So they ask Rachel. Rachel's like, eh, no, I'm not trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, but he begs Rachel and he's like, all right, fine, I'll ask her. And so they go on like a little date. But um, you could tell like his sister is not like interested whatsoever in the guy. And, but this guy like legitimately likes her. Like he's thinking about her and all that shit, which is pretty wild. Um, but in any case, you know, it is what it is. Meanwhile, um, trying to think of what else happened. Um, basically um what's it called the assistant uh the assistant uh what's it called uh scientist that he has and um the nurse they meet up with Rato in the bathroom and you know they pretend like they're gonna try and have sex with him so that way they don't blow their cover but they're like listen you're being watched um and we know what you're doing like we know you're researching outside of outside of what you're supposed to that can get you killed you know blah 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 and so um like you know like we have to like work on this together basically and we also find out that the nurse's mom is actually the head of the uw which is a pretty interesting note and that could lead to some speculation there but regardless um basically what they do is they set up a computer system within the abandoned hospital actually that's one of the things that they do one of the at the beginning of the episode they go through an abandoned hospital which was basically where the epicenter of where everybody was treated when the virus first broke out um they couldn't find anything within the hospital at that time so what they did was they set up a, a, uh, like an external computer network on an underground channel and they found old computers that couldn't be tracked by the current government and they're working on stuff. And so toward the end of the episode, they managed to find a manifest and there's conversations throughout like the, the throughout the previous episodes of scientists and biologists and pharmacists who are trying to work on a vaccine, um, but they end up getting brought to America and nothing's really done. Just like, oh, they're in America researching. They're in America researching. So we come to find out that they find a manifest of a, a, a lot of these scientists that are supposedly in America, but the manifest says that they were sick and they were treated inside of the abandoned hospital. So something clearly fishy happened there. And that's how that episode ended. And so um, that was some pretty interesting shit. Like I said, it's got a good story. It's just the fucking black scribble kills it. Like I literally have to go back. Right. I go back onto like a kiss anime site somewhere on Google and fucking I look at the fucking tits, you know, but I actually watch the, the anime for the story when I watch it on a Crunchyroll. If you right, do right. that, it's not as bad. You just want to get your fulfillment of, of Opie. Right. Um, Love of Kill. Um, fairly short, I'd say, basically. Um, basically, they um, we see um, Chateau break out of the car before it explodes. And then we see, um, what's it called? Uh, the fight between uh, Ryangha and Ho. And so Ho manages to stab Ryangha, but Ryangha fucking puts bullets inside of him and kills him. Um, basically, um, Ryangha goes, shaves Ch saves Chateau because in the explosion, some uh, glass got stuck in her leg. So um, she's limping and she can't really walk. 
Um, she says she could walk, but she's having difficulties walking. But Rianha comes, picks her up, takes her outside of the burning building. Um, however, she notices on the floor that there's a trail of blood. And so Rianha tries you know, to flirt with Chateau when they're outside in the car, whatever. And Rianha collapses from blood loss. Um, basically, Chateau calls in a favor with the secretary from her um, from her job and was like, hey, we need to treat him. But, you know, we got to stay under the radar. So they go to like some like shank, like shady looking like fucking clinic. But they basically treat her and Rianha and they're like, listen, you can stay here for the night, but then you got to get out beforehand. Like you guys can't be here. You know what I'm saying? So they do eventually get out. Chateau forces Rianha to, to get out. And uh, Chateau basically is told um like hey like you know we we know now you're for, for sure in cahoots with this guy so you know you're suspended for two weeks we're monitoring every single thing and you're gonna have to basically check in three times a day so they basically put her on probation like a real sick probation for a period of time um meanwhile chateau also starts to have a dream of um of the night that she was basically uh in that car before she was adopted and she's starting to recognize that the man in the car is similar if not is Ryangha, and she starts freaking out like what the hell am i dreaming like who the hell is that guy like why am i thinking about this now she's starting to really get these thoughts but she moves on because she's a tough cookie her first assignment back basically um we find out that Ryangha's going on a trip somewhere and he won't be around quote unquote and right. so um what's it called chateau's first trip is she's going with her boss, the secretary, and I think someone else, I forget who. And they basically said like, Hey, our job is to, is to take care of this VIP and protect him. Um, this VIP is like got connections to a bunch of financial backers across the world, but he's made his share of enemies and the financial backers also the, um, a family member of the boss. And so they're there. Meanwhile, Chateau doesn't realize that Rianha is on the same boat coincidentally. And one thing I forgot to mention is before uh, they left that burning building at the beginning of the episode, there was like a little kid, but he's apparently an assassin. He's like, oh, who should I kill first, Rianha or Chateau? And he's talking to whoever his boss is. And so we see at the end of the episode, not only is Rianha and Chateau on that boat, this like luxury cruise liner, but so is the assassin kid. So that's basically going to be the next half of the series. They Mm. they said they're going to be on the cruise for seven days. And so you know we'll get seven days worth of anime of action and maybe like six or seven episodes or whatever the hell is left so um still pretty interesting regardless so uh look forward to that uh what else strongest sage um it's fun another fun episode i'd say uh basically the demons um they basically attack at this stage so before the demons attack uh maddie is um is like getting like the 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 circle ready for where they're going to put the giant crystal for the barrier and he feels like some demons coming he's like hey you guys feel that they're like yeah they're like oh, go ahead and dispatch those two demons and so they run over to the thing they're able to take down one of the demons themselves really easily i'd say and all's well that ends well there they feel another surge um coming back from the school and they're like oh shit this is a big surge this might be them so they run back to the school maddie's like hey i'm not done building the barrier yet so you know buy me some time until i'm ready and we should be okay so the surge happens and you see the headmaster and you see all the kids there being led by Alma and Lori and Alma and Lori basically using everybody. They take down a single demon and it's a, it's a struggle for them all, but they do manage to eventually defeat the demon. And as they defeat the demon, they're celebrating and all of a sudden a bunch of demons show up and they're like, oh, we're going to kill you and eat you. Da, 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 da. You know, whatever fucking corny shit they say. Right. And they're like, oh, fuck, it took us. And they're like saying they're like, man, it took us forever to beat one demon. Like, I can't imagine killing all these demons like we're screwed. But at that moment, Maddie shows up. He's like, thanks for buying me time. 
fucking slices all the demons to shit. Just fucking slices them, slice them, slice them, slice them, slice them. Easy, easy work for him. And all's well that ends well. The second part of the battle, though, is, is the um, the monster horde. Basically, they summon a monster horde to come run rampant over the city. And so um, the students, he lets the students and the headmaster handle a lot of that action. And they do they do fairly well with their skill, along with some traps that the gang had laid out. And so the final monster that came is what's called a void monster um, or void eater. Mm-hmm. I think it's called a void eater. Basically, it eats other monsters to grow itself. And so Maddie's like, hey, you know, when you fight these, you normally get crap rewards, um, which is very interesting. Talk about experience and loot, like basically kind of like as if it was like some like MMO game, but it's not. It's an actual country somewhere. Um, But anyway, they're like, yeah, you get shitty rewards and materials and you get the mediocre experience. So let's feed it uh, some magic and we'll make it into what we want. And so that way we get good rewards and we get a lot of experience. And so he throws some magic stones into like this void and uh, the, the monster becomes some like crazy like four-tailed fucking lion thing i don't know it was pretty cool looking though and so basically the gang work together and the majority of the work is done of course by maddie but the gang all works together they take down this beast and maddie's basically like yeah like i'm good like i don't have anything else to be here so i'm gonna go off to you know do my own thing he tells the headmaster this and the headmaster is like hey so um i respect that you've got nothing further for you to learn here but it would make sense for you to remain a student because of the fact that in case you ever do need help for whatever reason, we can intervene on your behalf because you're a student and a resident of this country. Um, so we'll keep you as a student. And then also we want you to help us continue to grow and, you know, make us number one, blah, 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 blah. So we'll give you the scholarship and all's well that ends well. You can go off and do your adventures. And he's like, okay. And then the girls are upset, like, oh, you know, they're going to, he's going to leave them. He's going to leave them. And so the headmaster is like, I can afford to do the same thing for the three of you girls if you guys want to go. And they're all like yeah you know we want to go whatever blah 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 and so they all get scholarships to stay in school while they go um explore the outside world of the uh, compared to the city and so now the anime is going to basically pick up on their traveling adventures as a party as a whole um outside of the school um fairly cool you know i was thinking about that as i was watching the show i was like you know it's nice to have an op character um but i don't know it doesn't do anything really like you know there was a sense of like there was a sense of coolness when you watched um uh what's it called demon academy and you know there's a sense of coolness when you watch things like slime that have like again op ass characters that are ridiculous in nature and don't have any real trouble um so there's something to that but there's just something about it that's kind of a miss for me when i watch it like i still enjoy it like i'm not like oh this right, fucking right, shit right. sucks dicks but i was just like yeah like it's okay i'm hoping something happens to make me like like it a lot more but you know, it's it's okay for what it's worth right now. Um, <clears throat> Princess Connect season two. We're back to weird shit. Um, I can't even truly describe really what the fuck happened in the episode because it's a bunch of random shit with random ass characters. Um, the only thing I'll describe, long story short, basically, is there's some sort of green blob that took over an imperial soldier's armor and is going around town like attacking people and killing people. And so basically this sets up like the, there's a, it's a specific person's armor. So they basically think like, oh, it's the Imperial captain who's turned against the city. And so their group is trying to find this Imperial captain, you know, to fight them or figure out what's going on. The Imperial captain didn't do that. I, I don't know what the Imperial captain's doing um, outside of her unit w- without her suit, but basically she is. And so the story basically like goes over like, you know, fucking like believing in people and, you know, some some corny shit like it was it was just whatever um at the end of the day oh 
I would say this, the other focus, which was actually pretty funny. The other focus on this episode is a new, like, I guess, uh, guild. And it's of this girl who acts as a spy for another country in the city. And she makes a guild so she can do her spying stuff. But the girls that she picks are all fucking terrible. Like one is one is a narcissist. One is dumb. And then the other one is like super perverted, like real. Like think of darkness, except she's worse. (laughs) She's worse than fucking darkness. Like literally, there's oh. a scene, it, bro. It, like literally, there's a like she's like she like loves stuff like you know getting beat and stuff like that. She like gets turned on. She's like, oh, I got so turned on, I passed out. Shit like that. She says that shit. Literally, um, there's a scene where freaking um the main character Yuki finds her in the middle of like the forest and she's looking at porn. <laughs> and Yuki's like, you shouldn't be looking at this stuff. And he she basically grabs all the porn, burns it in front of her, and the girl like starts crying. And then the next day she's like, you know, I was upset, but now like I'm really into having like all my deepest, like most favorite things burned in front of me. It turns me on. I was like, what the fuck? Like oh. it, it was hilarious, but weird at the same time. Like she's literally worse than darkness, you know. Like you see, like so, like it's funny like they'll focus on one of the characters like the focus on the main character of that guild the main girl for that guild and she's having a conversation meanwhile like you'll see in the background freaking like and like you know how you like you'll have some like other character text and they'll be talking like you see in the background from the main character text like oh you know mess me up more harder (laughs) it says on the fucking screen i'm like what the fuck is going on back there so that shit was kind of fun but at the end of the day you know they ended up blowing up a bridge on accident because again one of the girls is dumb and she likes fireworks so she blew up a bridge they had uh, they basically were in debt couldn't do shit and so they're like let's take on this quest to find this monster and they realize like oh the monster has something to do with the green goo like this green blob so let's find it so they put it on some receivers which is actually pretty ingenious by the girl she puts it on some receivers and you know how like you would do like gold hunting or metal hunting they did that with the green goo and they found the source of the green glue a goo and it fucking goes crazy like it looks like a fucking geyser like you know like when you like rupture a fucking like water main that's what happens except it's all green goo the green goo reacts to the fact that there's green goo in the city and it basically goes and finds the green goo monster and fucking makes a giant green goo monster and then it's up to everybody to fucking defeat the green goo monster they do All's well that ends well from that standpoint. So the way I described it, it's weird. The way I watched it was weird. The highlight was seeing a perverted girl, um, I would say, from that episode. And that's really all I got to say about that. After they gave us the best episode that they've ever given us of the series, they gave us a weird one. That explains everything. Sure. And finally, Boruto. Um, There really wasn't a lot to this Boruto, truthfully. We get a little bit more details in terms of the Funato clan. Um, We see the second son of the Funato clan, and he's, like, really ruthless, but he's also really loyal. Like, his subjects are like, you can rule the Funato. You can rule the Funato. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm not going to upstage my brother. I'm not going to, you know, upstage my father. Like, I'm, you know, loyal to the, loyal to the, to the, um, to the family, loyal to the clan, and my position is my position, and that's all I got to, you know, that's all I got to say about that, really. So they do that. Um, and they, they basically they sneak onto the boat. And then one of the things that the, the one of the ninja swordsmen, the girl, the ninja swordswomen does is like she notices like Kawaki's all fucked up from being seasick. And so he she basically palms Kawaki in the chest 
and uses a healing and Kawaki drops down. He's writhing in pain. And Boruto's like, dude, what did you do? Like, well, what are you doing to, to, to my brother? And she's like, just watch. And Boruto's like, dude, like she's in pain. What did you do? And then Kawaki stops being in pain. He's like, my, mo- my motion sickness is gone. And Boruto's like, what did you do? They're like, oh, it's an ancient, um, it's an ancient uh, like cure for motion sickness. And she's like, well, why didn't you do that sooner? And she's like, I wasn't obligated to. But the reality of it is she's like, she wasn't. But the reality of it is if this mission goes well, they'll reduce their sentence out of jail um, because they're currently in jail, as I said, a few weeks ago. So um, that's why they did it. So that basically falls from that specific realm um, with them being on the ship. The rest of the episode follows uh, basically Team 5 and Sarada and Mitski's attempt to uh, free the scientists and free the other islanders from the grass of the Funado. Uh, they come up with like, a, you know, a, a pretty decent plot and it goes really well. They manage to sneak onto a boat in the harbor and they're able to get the, the, uh, the villagers and the islanders to safety. And I imagine at some point they're going to try and recon with uh, the rest of the group as they face the main Funato on the main boat. So it's pretty specific and, you know, down the point uh, review on that. So that's all we got really from Boruto that week. Um, but still good stuff. It's exciting. Um, I look forward to seeing what else they do with the episode because, again, it's solid stuff. It's not bullshit like, you know, we sometimes get with Boruto. So right looking forward to that and uh that's it for me oh by the way <clears throat> i guess as an unrelated news topic but kind of related 86 comes out in three weeks <clears throat> yeah you get a recap episode and then two more are we getting another recap episode march 5th and then the next two weeks after our actual episode why are we getting another recap episode that's the like, third recap episode they yeah, well it's in case you forgot all those weeks ago oh god i didn't know it was gonna be a third recap episode i thought we were just gonna go straight into 11 and 12 we are after that recap <sighs> good god recaps all around it says um episode 11 airing in 24 days so uh god damn it hey let's you know, it's like I want to I want to give 86 a five because of how amazing it is. But fucking I'm not like I really feel like if you give me three recap episodes in, in a season that's like indicated as such, you can't be a five. Like, I really feel like, you know, like one recap episode is maybe acceptable. Two is really pushing it. If I see a third recap episode, I'm demoting it to a four. And that'll be my singular my singular reason why. Oh, that would be a good reason. too. Just because. God damn it. Alrighty, uh, well, let's get to it. Uh, we're gonna do our first season finale first. Yes, and there's only one season finale to do. Normally, we save these for the end, but you know, I made an executive this is decision done. with Matt. I was like, dude, it was so hot. This season was so hot. We need to start our fucking together reviews with this shit. And with Matthew's a healthy, like, delicious breakfast. <laughs> yes, with a healthy, delicious breakfast of. Demon Slayer! That's right. Demon Slayer is over. Not the movies turned to shows, but the actual the actual thing is over. Uh, we pretty much kicked off where we left off with, you know, are they dead? The answer will not shock not. you. Of course not. <laughs> because Nezuko popped out of her box and she did some demon shit. Her demon blood art. Yes, the exploded She did her blood. demon blood art, saved everybody, basically. Um, but Tanjiro and and uh, Uzui are still, you know, fucked up. Everybody's basically fucked up. And so Tanjiro eventually wakes up. Um, he what was he was he dreaming? I don't recall. Who? Tanjiro. Was he uh-huh. did he dream or did he just wake up from? Whatever? I think both. I don't recall if he was dreaming something. But um, anyway, he wakes up basically from being passed out. He finds like, you know, he's on Nezuko's lap 
and he's not afflicted with poison. She's like, he's like, what the fuck happened? Why am I not dying of poison? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, you know, whatever. So he hears the screams of Zenitsu and Zenitsu is like, oh, Inusuke, Inusuke's fucked up. Inusuke's fucked up. You got to say like, it hurts. Tanjiro, it hurts. Yeah, he's, it's kind of funny. He's like, I woke up and everything hurts. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That was kind of funny. Yeah, but but, he, he, he's, he's back to normal. He's back to normal. And so Tanjiro's like, shit, I got to go save Inusuke. And he tries to get up. And his legs don't work because he's exhausted and, you know, whatever, whatever happened to the poison, perhaps the poison and the poison, I'd imagine. Yeah. So um, Nezuko basically becomes his fucking uh, his little uh, cart. He basically rides Nezuko all around the the, the scene of 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 the, the explosion. And yeah. um, from there, uh, he goes to save Anusuke. Anusuke is dying of the poison himself. And we basically see why Tanjiro isn't afflicted by the poison. It's because Nezuko uses her demon blood art to get rid of the poison. Apparently, if you burn uh, demon poison with the demon fire, it'll kill it. So he basically yep. she basically does that for him. And she also does that for Uzui a little bit later on as the girls are fucking annoyingly crying over him. Very annoyingly. I, yeah. Crying. And then Tagan's like, I'm here. Like, these are I'm not even going to have my last words in. Yeah. While one of them was like, you can't die. They, they're like, shut up, let him speak. He's like, yeah, they're basically I'm, I'm never back and forth. And he's it. like, I can't even fucking talk right now because of this poison. Like, I'm going to die without giving you guys my final words. And then Nezuko comes over, sets him on fire. The girls freak out. They're like, he's not even dead. Why are you cremating him? What the fuck? Are you it, doing? I'm going to I'm going to spank you. How dare you? Like and then Uzui is like, girls, I'm, I'm good. She helped. Like she's and they're like, like oh, my God, God, thank you so much. Yeah. Tengen-sama. Like it was it was really annoying. I can't. Those girls were fucking annoying. like his wives are hot and fucking annoying. I would just the, 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 the third girl, the third woman, the third woman that acts like fucking Tanjiro. No, not even the one that looks like that has Tanjiro's look. She's annoying. The one that has fucking uh, Zenitsu's like acts like Zenitsu. She's annoying oh, you, as oh, shit. Suma? I don't know their names. And then you have the third one. Yeah. that's really chill. Yeah. Like Suma, third Makio chill one. and Hin- uh, yeah, Makio is annoying as shit. Um, who's the other girl? Hinatsuru that uh, Tanjiro saved. Mm-hmm. And then Makio. Makio's annoying as shit. Makio's, Makio's annoying as shit. Uh, Hinitsu, kind of annoying. And then the other girl that she saved. Um, that's the, the good girl. But She's anyway, good. as all that happened, Tagan's fine. And yeah. now uh, they are. And then Tanjiro wants to look for the demons that were decapitated because he wouldn't feel at ease until he saw their actual heads. Yes. Because, you know, he wants to make sure they're dead. Yes. But Nezuko, of course, adorably, tiny, tiny Nezuko. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, she eventually leads them. And you see uh, Gyutaro and Daki arguing. You're skipping actually a step beforehand. Basically, I've completely forgot about this until I saw it. Remember the scientist from season one? Was like, hey, can you get me some uh, some demon blood? Preferably, if you can get it from one of the. All oh, right, that's be right. Great. Yeah, because because you need because so he cure comes. Nezuko. Yeah, so he comes across a fucking pile of their blood, puts it inside of like the kunai that sucks up the blood, puts it in front of a cat that magically fucking appeared, and the cat magically yeah. disappears back to the fucking woman. So that yes. we'll get some interesting developments on that. And so, but yeah, to keep on going, Nezuko eventually yes. finds the head. Or not Nezuko. I was like, I was like, can I finish? Can I finish? finish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I finish. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll okay, but no. Uh, but no, you see them arguing. Uh, Daki starts blaming Kiyotaro. Like, you're why we lost. This is why we died. <laughs> And then they're all flying back and forth. And it's like, fuck you. It's like, you're ugly. This is what we lost. You're fucking hideous. Mm-hmm. I hate you. All that shit. And then um, then Tanjiro just like, like, please stop fighting. 
like you're going to hell. You're going to burn to hell, but don't fight because you need to be together side by side. <laughs> All the time of things, and Daki starts crying. And she's the one, her head disappears first. And with Giotaro, his is slowly going. And you see him get this flashback of what they were like when they were young. And they you, they grew up in an entertainment district. Way back they were, when. Yeah, like just... But, is it, but yeah, it was just like a poor neighborhood type of thing. Like very poor. Uh, his mother tried to kill him multiple times, but just did it. The, the father's an asshole. All that, and I got it. He was very frail. He hasn't eaten. Mm. They made fun of him because of his parents, especially his face, because, you know, he's ugly as sin. They's like, my life changed when Daki was born. And her what name, was her name? Ume? Ume, which means dream in Japanese. Yes. Uh, you find out her real name is uh, Ume, while Giyotaro kept his name. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, go. Uh, he, he's found purpose. He wants to protect her. Uh, he basically became a debt collector. He learned how to fight. He has sickles. Mm-hmm. From uh, someone that uh, left it behind in one of the rooms. <laughs> Bro, the sickles look like it was full of AIDS. Straight up. Oh, right? <laughs> Straight up. Those things were fucking rusty as yeah. shit. Looking like, bro, like you can catch a fucking, you could catch tetanus dumb quick touching them shits. And then like, and he's like, things were going great. I thought we were going to have purpose until Ume stabbed one of the samurais mm-hmm. in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Giyotaro found out that his sister was basically buried and burnt. <laughs> While tied up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she wasn't dead the first time, though. Like, she was literally burnt to a fucking crisp. Yeah, yeah, she should have been dead. She should have been dead. Like, it made no sense why but, she was But uh, this made a gear time. And she stayed alive for hours on top of that. I know. So that was like, like agonizing what? pain. What the fuck? And she's like, you know, being just held on like this guy's fucking shoulders on some rough clothes or whatever the fuck. Like, but I was gonna say, she was tied up and buried underground. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, but uh, Giotaro starts freaking out and the samurai slashes his back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, was that the ones? And the, the old lady's like, I hate these guys, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. They're fucking assholes. And uh, Giotaro jumps up, slashes her. <laughs> slashes the lady in the fucking face, kills her. And then he's like, hey, guy, what the fuck are you doing? You and we, see, we see the glimpses of fucking of the current guitar of fucking the way he talked, the way he stalked the samurai. And then he fucking yeeted the fucking samurai yeah, slashed and then his slashed face. his fucking face in half. That was fucking gangster. And Love then you shit. find out uh, what you call it, that uh, his, sis- his sister's actually alive. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, he like holds on to her. You're like, they find that no one wants to help them. Yep. And uh, like, and you see, like they're about to die. Yeah, they pass out in the snow. It starts snowing. And they pass then out in the snow. we meet Doma. Explain to, to those who don't know who Doma is. Who is Doma? Doma. Well, back then he was rank upper six, and now he is rank upper two. We don't know that yet, Matt. Just kind of spoiled that for you guys. He's number two now. But I say, like he, he talked about how he's like number six in the when the episode happened. Imagine, like, bro, like. When you think about that, right? Those demons are like hundreds of years old. That guy was a yeah. demon before that. He was such an OP demon. Like he was number six back like 500, 600 years ago. Yeah. And he's risen in those 600 years since to fucking from oh, six to oh, two. If you actually look up, if you're going to learn about him, you're going to learn oh about God. him really quick. What is he like a fucking caveman? He's been a demon since caveman. No, he, he's a fucked up individual. Oh, you could probably tell, bro. Like, fuck, no, he had, like, like he had the fucking like leg and the head of a fucking pretty woman in his. Oh head. no, no, I'll talk about what he does. You know what he does is his spare time and all that. When he does in his spare time, 
like what he does oh, in, no. in, in when he interacts with humans. Oh, during the day, I guess, when he's not. Yeah, yeah. What the and, fuck? Yeah, he fucked up a lot of, of the Demon Slayer's lives. Mm. Especially the butterfly one. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's all I will tell you, but he's again, he's a fucked up person. <laughs> oh shit. Here we go. But uh he finds out like oh and he sees these uh so he was like, Well, uh if you take if you accept Muzan's blood, you will become demons. And no, he said my blood, not Muzan's blood, his blood. But I was like, well, his blood's in him, that's why. Yeah. So like if you accept his blood, if it accepts you, then you become demons. Because only Muzan has the power to turn them into demons. Mm. And yeah, it says his blood's in Doma, he could do it. Mm. You, did, you just need his blood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're able to turn into demons because of this and like this un- and you see that they're this unstoppable force until they're not anymore until their heads are severed yep and then uh, we get a glimpse of the afterlife where Giyotara and Ume were uh, arguing like, well Ume was trying to apologize I'm sorry I said all this mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Giyotara got the point like stay away from me I can't be there for you anymore like we're dead what's the point Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like walking towards the fires of hell yeah <laughs> like, like, like 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 get away from me meanwhile she could have freaking gone to the light they both could have gone to the light but no they no. walked into hell together yep but uh yeah then ume went behind him was like i'm sorry i didn't mean to say that i was blaming myself because i thought i was the weak one i was going on as like, do you remember our promise that you go back to flashback to when they were younger mm-hmm, like he mm-hmm. was actually being a sweet brother like they were like stocked up like in the freezing cold, he had like this big giant hay jacket, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to protect you. That's going to be all, all I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have this nice life. And yeah, he did wish that he had. Like, I wish you were in a better family. I wish you weren't raised by me because they never had a father and the mother was a piece of shit. So yeah, Taro essentially raised fucking uh, raised Ume to be who she was. And that's why she was defensive and sliced the fucking samurai's face because that's what something that Gitaro fucking told her. Like, if you sense you're in danger, you you take before they take from you. Exactly. And that cost them everything, but then gave them everything as well in a way, which is pretty interesting. Right. Uh, and when that happened, like, he actually picks her up, like, holds her. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, then they start walking towards hell together. They walk to hell together, but they found peace, which is interesting because at the end, they their souls are turned green. And Nezu and Tanjiro's like, I wonder if they found peace amongst each other. They, and like, Nezuko yeah, turns around. Yeah, Nezuko turns around and she shakes her head, yes, that they did, which is pretty yeah. wild. I wonder if Nezuko can sense that too, or if that's a demon thing or whatever. Right. That's a pretty wild concept as but well. But anyway, uh, they go back to uh, Tangen to check up on them. Mm-hmm. But we see the serpent Hashira. What was his name again? I don't know, but he's a fucking dick. Oh, that yeah, guy he's is an asshole. Oh, yeah, he's an asshole. Oh, yeah, he's a total dick. Major dick. Uh, hold on. Uh, oh, not uh, Obanai. That's his name. Obanai. He's like, hey, uh, you lost your arm. You lost your eye. What are you going to do? Are you going to recoup it? Are you going to go basically go back to work? Yeah, and he's he, like, and dude, I'm like- retiring. And he's like, bro, all these other fucking demon slayers suck. We're already missing a Hashira because of Rengoku's death. And now if you leave, then we'll be down to Hashira. None of these fucking people can fucking take over you guys' positions. And, and, uh, uh, and Tengen's like, 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 there is somebody that can take over our position. Yeah, and he's alive. Like, he's the one that, that beat him. <laughs> yeah. He points at Tanjiro. And he's like, him? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's still alive? He survived? Yep, he fucking survived. Yeah, because oh. people in Tanjiro's rank 
die. That's why they die yeah. really quick. So they because they killed the moon, they're gonna get they're gonna get promoted again. I'd yep. imagine they're gonna get promoted again. I wonder the because obviously it's obvious Tanjiro is gonna be Hashira. I wonder if Inusuke and Zenitsu are gonna be Hashira. Uh, not necessarily. So kind of, but not really. They, they they don't. Oh, they don't. No, only Tanjiro. No, Tanjiro doesn't become a Hashira. Nope. What? Nope. I mean, okay. The only thing I could surmise then is that he, in his battle with Muzan, he fucking must fucking like lose like all of his limbs and survives. But <laughs> uh, yeah, like yeah, none of them become Hashiras. <laughs> that's so ass backwards. That fucking Tanjiro doesn't become Hashira. I mean, that's like I was that was super expecting that. Right, but that that doesn't happen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got. I, I don't know what to tell you there. That does not become a thing. <laughs> All right, don't, don't tell me anymore. I guess I got my, I got my answer. I got I'm my not. answer. Son of a uh, but after that, uh, we see, uh, we go back to the Demon Slayer called Kagaya. Mm-hmm. He's like, he seemed like coughing up blood, but he talks about how happy that uh, Tanjiro was the one that defeated the Upper Moon. Mm-hmm. He says, These, This is the chance we've been waiting for. We need to strike. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a hundred years since our family has been with, like, been affected by him oh yeah basically yeah. uh that family is cursed like only the the males are cursed and they don't live on their body so deteriorates yeah we find out basically that they're that muzan is related to that family which was pretty yeah. shocking i i literally paused and i was like whoa yeah he, fucking major yeah uh he curses family wow and they die really again they die really quick because you could tell like after seeing the the after seeing Jitaro's poison that's clearly demon poison and i was like yo why can't nezuko just fucking burn the shit well like, this is this is from muzan I, I mean bro she can can't she burn it and it like have some sort of effect it's not a poison it's an actual curse mm. yeah you can't burn off a curse that's crazy yeah it it slowly kills your body until you die like you live to like your like 20s Mm. Yeah, like, but before you're thirty, you're dead. That's crazy. And yeah, Muzan's been around for fucking hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and when he and and when he dies, the son has to until he dies, and then so on and so on. Mm. That's why they keep having children <laughs> mm, to try and kill Muzan. Yeah, to break the curse. That's the only way you can break that curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all that happened. Roll credits. Oh, well, sorry, I forgot. Uh, but wait there's more but wait there's more we go back to the the infinity fortress and you see the number infinity three castle. demon infinity castle yeah, infinity castle whatever yeah akaza's there he's like wait why are we here i guess this means an upper moon died that's why there's a meeting that's crazy i'm a little upset they didn't show the meeting but whatever i guess can't be chooses <laughs> well you know they they um what's it called at the end of the day, like I'm not totally upset about that. They're like they should have left us on the cliffhanger of all the, all the moons there. But you know, I was okay with that. It just it start the season one's gonna start off hot because we already know season one's probably gonna start off with another hour long fucking show. Which by the way, they lied. They said it's gonna be 45 minutes and fucking it was only 32 minutes. Yeah, I again, I think it's just with the commercials in Japan, bro. But even then, if if it's 45 minutes with commercials, then it should have been an hour. You would think, right? No, I meant like. The 30 minutes and then those extra 12 minutes are just three minute commercials split up. Mm. Like how we saw Wonder Egg special was going to be an hour, but it's 40 minutes. But that's so not bad, though. But, but I say, but those 15 minutes were just commercials on Japanese television. Yeah, that's fine. But fucking, bro, they said that, that's, that's what it is for Demon Slayer. But 45, so. you don't normally do 45 unless you have an overage of another show. So 
Well, they didn't care because they decided. Yeah, clearly. The fuck? And then we get credits. And then we find out we're getting the first season of the Swordsman Village arc. First season of an arc? Like the, the we're getting the first season, which is the next arc. So season three. Yeah. Yes. And it's gonna it's gonna be the water hashira and mist. Uh, that's the mist hashira. Yes. That's not the same as water. Uh Giyu is water. They look the same. Yeah, but it's not him. Oh, I thought it was the water hashira. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So the mist hashira, and then who's and the, the love hashira? The love hashira. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she looks interesting. Oh, yeah, you're gonna see her naked soon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey. Um, and so they're going to be facing off against, I assume, number two. No, no, they're going to fight number five. Oh, they're going to kill them in order. Yeah, the the last four are in the final arc. The last, so they're going to kill four demons in the final, four upper moons in the final arc. Well, again, the upper moon, yeah, the other, again, the other Hashirs are going to fight them like separately at the same time, though. Yes, at the same time in separate battles. Yes. Oh, it's gonna be fucking nuts. Yeah, that's a, that one needs to be a 24 episode. Bro, that sounds like some fucking tournament of power bullshit. When you think about it, I guess it's like different rooms. That's all I'm gonna say. Just several. Oh, they're rooms. in the they're all so they're gonna be in the Infinity Castle then. It's just a different rooms. Yeah, yeah, it's the Infinity Castle arc. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Sorry. I mean, I'm pretty sure half the people are the most. I mean, they know. I haven't. But so all I'm gonna say is gonna me. be. It, all I'm gonna say is it's gonna be so fucking. Oh man, that just sounds fucking great. The anticipation is fucking crazy. Yeah, like it's just the matchups that you don't expect. Like who teams up with who during these? Will Hashira die? I I'm not telling you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one just you gotta wait till it happens. Mm. But yeah, great stuff. I can't wait for whenever they do it. This I'm gonna assume it's next year. I'd imagine so. Like winter twenty three. I'd imagine so because they don't have a movie unless they decide to do a movie. Well, it says TV, so you know, it'd be the ultimate slap in the face if they did that final arc as, as a movie. I'll be, you, you, can, you cannot, you cannot. <laughs> they should ask, they should probably start it as a movie. They could start it as a movie and let it continue, right? Uh, it, you, all right, so let me ask you this Do okay. they have a part within that arc that is so up uh, that would be like internally upsetting to the fans if you make those fights incredibly short? It would okay. So, like, if if you made all of those fights one episode, you're gonna fuck up a lot of people. Sure, no, 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 no. I don't mean uh, that. They, that needs to be at least three to four per fight. So, my question is, like, you know, at at the end of the Mugen Train, how, um, what's it called? Akaza kills Rengoku, and it was upsetting yeah. for everybody. And then this new season starts on the heels of that tragedy. Is there a tragedy that happens fairly early on in the Infinity Arc? That would leave us with a similar feeling of Rengoku. Something similar to Akaza defeating Rengoku. Because then, in th- if you have that same element, you can do the fucking. You can do a movie at the beginning of the Infinity Arc. Nothing that would lead into a movie, like nothing. Like you know, not something wise. you would do. You would make a movie in, and then lead into a. Scene. No. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Just a thought. Yeah. No. Don't shit on a wall. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I say, well, Mugen Train was a movie because the manga chapters were so short, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the and the red light, and then the next one, they're around the same chapter wise, mm. and then you get a re- rehabilitation arc, but you could put that with the Swordsman Village because that's like five chapters. Mm. Then there's like fifty chapters for the Infinity Arc. Oh, so there's only three chapters left in theory, then? 
like free free uh free arcs, like two, free arcs, two big arcs and one that's like in the middle like a break okay yeah so okay that makes sense is that one in the middle like critical yes okay i was gonna say they can't do it as like an ova no like there's there's something that happened like you get development from some of the other hashiras mm. and how it leads into the next arc okay so yeah, then that would that, definitely... that because that's crazy in, in itself <laughs> Okay, so then if you if you said that the that the other arc is the same as the entertainment district arc, which ended up lasting eleven episodes, I'm, say, I, I'm saying like you could probably do you could do the swordsman, and then you could do the rehabilitation arc, which is like you could do that in one episode, basically. Oh, and you then could you the have re- it. Oh, and, okay. And then you have a giant cliffhanger of how it goes off to From lead re- into the final arc. So you can leave, you can have the cliffhanger that everybody wants at the end of the rehabilitation arc. If they do it right, yes. Okay. Okay. If for the people that read it, you know what I'm talking about at that event. <laughs> okay. I haven't. So this is all interesting news to me. Just mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about a bunch of shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Right, I right. dig it. Yes, you're, you're gonna you're gonna dig it. <laughs> I dig it. So now that we uh, are finished with this, what do you give it, Matt? <sighs> it's hard. I'm gonna say four and a half. Well, there. That last episode, uh, there's a there's a there, no, not not the finale. I think there was like some episodes that didn't like fully hit hits because like, like the some were like really, really, really strong, and then you had like an episode two that were just okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was basically the second half saved the whole thing, mm. like when you like when you see Daki fully in motion, mm-hmm. where she got basically exposed. Mm. But you could definitely give it an easy five because just for the fucking fight. <laughs> Oh, I'm giving it a five. That that was no question. This is going to be anime of the year, as far as I'm concerned, unless something else blows it out the water, which I doubt. I highly doubt I'm going to watch anything that's going to be as epic as what I saw on fucking on Demon Slayer. I'm not watching Attack on Titan, so I can't count that. Yeah, we I'm, yeah we, we really can't. I, well, I'm watching Attack on Titan, but I'm only on season one, and I'm slow. I'm slow burning that shit. So, um, yeah. So there's that. Um, I'm not. I don't think there's anything I can possibly watch. Outside of the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, that's gonna make me go fucking hell. This is the most amazing fucking thing ever in comparison to Demon Slayer. Yeah, especially since uh, I just can't. I can't think of anything. Not a single. Yeah, thing. yeah, say, yeah. Especially since we don't have uh, Attack on Titan on our list. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, for us, I I can't think of any other. I legitimately can't think of anything that would supplant it as like the best anime of of the year anime of the season animation of the season animation season is always a little bit closer so yeah. um moments of the season i can't i can't think of anything like for sure it's gonna win anime of the year for me probably and i'm saying that right now i'm fucking february the 15th that it's probably gonna win fucking anime of the year for me it's probably one of those moments is gonna probably win moment of the year i'd imagine for me and animation of the year will be uh, up to up for debate but it'll certainly be in the conversation um music of the year will be in the conversation um what else can you think of shown in the year that's a wrap fucking well, well well we don't have that category <laughs> well action adventure right yeah that's yeah, the the show, show, we're not we're not we're not the eat the cake we're not the eat the cake group where it's a shonen only <laughs> yeah 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 but regardless it's gonna win our action of the year it bro like i just can't yeah, i just definitely, can't it's, definitely win, it's definitely gonna win a lot i can't think of a, a single thing that's gonna beat it i can't can't well, I'm not giving up on the air yet, so I am. I am. Well, certainly you're clocked out. Okay, I'll be. Yeah, on, I'll right. be. I'll be solo. Like I'm gonna watch a bunch of shit. It's gonna be nice. And so basically, people are fighting for two to thirty, two to twenty-five, and then the five. Uh, 
the five honorable mentions. That's what people are fighting for as of right now for me. All righty. Well, we're going to move on finally. We're finally going to move on. Because we spent like almost a half hour on I mean, because that's you have to flesh that out. Dude. Yeah, we like, do. We have do. to flesh out demons. All right. And now the back is for a good chunk of these. Now the rest of the bullshit of fucking winter. Now, speaking oh. of bullshit, Platinum Men. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue, Matt. Uh, no, this one was actually good. This one... This see this second half of the season has been tremendous. Since fucking since the the, the fight with Metropolitan, it's been not even. I would honestly say since Hajime died, it has really, really, really picked up. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had this. So I'm very curious to see how it how it ends for me. It's got a legit chance to be a four out of five. I'm still giving it a three out of five because it hasn't completed yet. But it's got a shot for me to be to make it a four out of five because this second half since Hajime has died. In episode 12, I believe it was, he died. Um, up until now, on episode 18, it's been strong. And I am I like it. I like it. Yeah. Mirai's still a bitch, but it's more Yeah, Mirai's still a bitch. All right. Uh, Tamari, the new god candidate, she fates being passed out mm-hmm. to literary security guards, and she shoots them with the red arrows. I hate her. Uh, I do, too. She's not she could die and like, eh. No, she's, she's not important. Don't worry. Nothing about her screen's important. Uh, so that's it. We're going to skip forward to her shit. She escapes. That's it. Surprise, motherfucker. No, no surprise. Pretends to be shocked. (gasps) Shocked face. Insert, insert open mouth emoji. Yes. Insert William Shatner. Shock face. (laughs) But anyway, uh, they all go back to the uh, hideout of the of the cops and they actually start. And they oh, it's just five of us. We still can't find the other guy. And it's like, well, uh, we're going to have to decide who becomes God now. Like, we're going to decide, like, out of us so far. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got we have a United decision, right? Like, no, like, you could, but you still got to get the guys okay. The last mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So, and so he's not there, but you guys can just talk about it to say, to propose, hey, this, this guy should be God. Mm. And no one really gave good offers of why they should become God. Like, Tamari really didn't have anything. Uh, Mirai doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. Saki doesn't care. Mm. And then what you call it, Shuji was like, "How about I do it?" Mm-hmm. The kid that wanted to die, and uh, it's just like, but again, but how he's talking, like he's like wants to be fair for people. Bro, you know, I keep and it's wild to me. Like I'm so grateful I don't have suicidal thoughts because this kid would have convinced me. I think the kid would have legitimately convinced me to fucking just blow. Well, if I if I saw he makes it, such well, good points. If I saw this ten. Over 10 years ago, probably would have, but bro, like what? I'm not <laughs> fuck, bro. Like, that's crazy. Like, he makes great points, and I'm just like, fuck, like, I don't know, shit, you know. Well, then, it. uh, ba- uh, if you watch Babylon, that would probably seal the deal for you. <laughs> God damn, I'm so grateful I'm not suicidal, dude. Because oh, fuck, well, I used to be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, that was what a revelation, yeah. That <laughs> god damn, so, well, I'm glad well, you're not, not anymore, anymore yeah. <laughs> glad you're not anymore, buddy. No, yeah, that that was yeah, that was dark times. But uh, anyway, uh, all that's going on, and then they're like, "Well, uh, should should you become God?" Mm-hmm. Like, and they like, they all basically say yes. Uh, which call it? Yuri doesn't care as long as he gets to keep her wings. Mm-hmm. And like nothing bad would happen to them. Like they just can't drop out before mm-hmm. beforehand. Mm-hmm. While that's going on, we meet the actual candidate, mm-hmm. our favorite, one of our favorite Sayus. <laughs> mm. Who, who voices Gaku Yoenda. <laughs> mm. And he's this college professor 
he's like this. He's a brilliant man, won the Nobel Prize in physics and literature. <laughs> the, the youngest person to ever do so. Yeah, and he's just like being like overcritical of like why, but it doesn't say like he wants to become God, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to say no to it. Mm-hmm. Like he wants someone to like convince him why someone should become God. Like he's looking for this intelligent person. <laughs> he wants proof, basically. Yeah. That's how that's what everything it is to him. It's just proof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh while it's going on, we go back to the next day. Mm. And all the god the four god candidates they beat up and uh Susumu. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey, uh, I see you're all here. I guess you'll decide what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, we decided um this guy's gonna be gonna become God. Mm-hmm. Shuji. And then uh Susumu is like all right, I got no objections to that. And then the mills, and then the military was like, "Oh shit, we found them! Mm-hmm. Helicopters coming, guns gonna be blazing." But we see Gaku's angel with them. Mm. This creepy angel. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's like it's like an old woman. <laughs> oh yeah, she's an old woman with BTSM shit. Like she's wicked looking, and she sounds pretty crazy. But I don't know. Like it's certainly what what is, what is her despair? Huh. What what is she the angel of destruction? Despair? Destruction. Okay, she's the angel of destruction, bro. Yeah, so she is like, and she's talking to the guy. Candace, like, well, uh, where's the other guy? Like, he ain't gonna talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. He wants to know what would you do if you became God. And they're like, but we decided we're gonna make Shuji God, and it's like, all right, this conversation's done here. You can't be anything. And they got, and then Susumu was like, "Well, what if we just played along and answered anyway?" Yeah, it'll be like a class presentation. Like he's pretty yeah. wholesome. Like he's 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 grown on me. Susumu's kind of grown on me at this point. Yeah, like he's pretty cool. Yeah, while well, go while well, all that's going on, Gaku apparently knows people there. Like so, because he no, not that he knows people. It's that so as this is happening. Um, basically all the other governments are plotting to fucking capture or kill them and so we see some black hop helicopters roll up in the seam and point their fucking machine guns at these guys and they're like fucking oh shit what the fuck and so uh, the guy the, the scientist calls uh, the prime minister of Japan and yeah. uh, one of his co-workers is like oh well you know they leave it to the Nobel Peace Prize guy to fucking talk to the minister of Japan anytime he wants and so he's like listen stand down like these guys are all together they want to talk about stuff they aren't uh, 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 they aren't a threat to humanity they're like we just want to capture them so nobody captured them he's like no like i'll prove to you that they're not a threat give me 24 hours and that's how the episode ends yep and that's where the episode ends like oh good cliffhanger good cliffhanger i wish we had this (laughs) that was a good cliffhanger yeah but yeah we'll see what happens if they keep that momentum up next week (laughs) all righty uh shedmu i like this episode Nice I like this anime. Like I, I read what you wrote about how it's rushing, and see, yeah. I, I don't, I never played the game, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's fine for people that haven't played it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like with uh, Charlie, they he met Charlie at the tattoo parlor, but they act like he never, he was never there, and like they, and you apparently fight him already. Like, no, you wait a little bit. He was. Like, why did he go to a tattoo parlor in search of him? Yeah, because uh, he had because Charlie had because Charlie has like a tattoo on his arm, so he's trying to look for the tattoo. Who wants to have to look for the guy that, that did his tattoos? And so you're saying that this wasn't even in the in the show? Yeah, no, because yeah, because he yeah, in this uh, Rio went there, mm-hmm. but he didn't find Charlie there. He didn't mm. find him until after. But in the game, he found him there. <laughs> mm. Like, oh yeah, Charlie's in the back type of thing. Every time I hear Charlie, I think Charlie Murphy. Yeah, no, 
that's no, that's just Charlie. <laughs> but other than that, they still did they still did some of the scenes in the game, so that's always good. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yes, all that was fine. Okay. <laughs> like he like he has okay. the letter. He can't read Chinese. He looks on the reach Chinese. Mm-hmm. That was in the game where mm-hmm. you're actually looking around for people. Uh, mm-hmm. You went to the bar. But like, hey, let's give the schoolboy a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. And he kicks their asses. Yeah. That was in the game. You did that. You you did that. You did that. QT. I love that they're American, too. Yeah, they are. Because, you know, sailors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all that. Yeah, so you, like, got those quests in the game. And they, they just did them quickly. But you know what? That's fine. Yeah. At least they're it's not original to the extent. Like, it's just brand new shit. Uh, in about yeah uh yeah rio meets a uh, grandpa Yagi- yamagishi who uh, was yeah. a friend of his father <laughs> yeah and he's like do you know anything about his past and he says you really don't because we didn't talk about it when he came here he came mm-hmm. to the country we just sparred a lot mm-hmm. it's like i taught him shit <laughs> mm-hmm. and then all that happened is like don't go after landy don't go don't go digging and it's like, well, I have to. He saw determination in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And then we see the sailors come back. Like, oh, yeah, we found Charlie for you. Like, we found the guy. Mm-hmm. But you got to go this way. You got to come in here. And then it's like, oh, he got lured into a trap. He's all these guys kicking the shit out of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But eventually Rio bites back while all that's going on. Uh, Yamagishi's like, oh, shit, where's Rio? He's not the JoJo. Oh, shit, he's there. And you find out that Rio handled himself. He like all the sailors were knocked down. He kicked Charlie's ass. And he's like, well, I, I guess he is ready tonight. Go kick and, that motherfucker ass, boy. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Yamagishi and Rio were at the park after like sunset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, I've always like I, like we we always spar at this park. After afterwards, we would get a drink, mm-hmm. like reminiscent. Mm-hmm. And then you see him like he helps him out, and Rio learns a move with that with those palms. Mm-hmm. That was in the game too. So, so that was that's that. This was this was nice. Though. Despite the little rush, this was still good. This is still really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Op and Ed are just okay. Yeah, they're 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 fine. They're not. Yeah, they're they're like a, they're like adult swimish quality. So yeah, well, I mean that's fucking I know, I'm, that's, that's, you know I'm not gonna lie. When I saw Adult Swim, I was thinking to myself like oh, I bet you this is gonna be some dub shit. Like I literally expected to just like be in. Dub. Well, I that's the way, I I wouldn't mind the dub if they had the original voice actors in the video games. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they do or not, and I even look at the cash sheet, so I really can't say. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna at them for that. Naruhudo, Naruhudo. All right, moving on. Moving on up. Moving on up. Moving on up. Let's do let's do Genius Prince. Another good episode. Yes. All right, I'll let you talk for this one. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I got to remember what the fuck happened in Genius Pins now. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about uh, uh, Wayne. I know Wayne. I know social Wayne going to. Uh, fuck. What the fuck? The kingdom. In the Martin kingdom. Talking uh, to the old guy. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got it. All right. So basically, Wayne comes up with a plan with um with uh loa and and neem and you know i always i always chuckle at neem because he's that's actually really close to my bosses like my boss's boss's boss my direct but my cto that's actually close to his name and it fucking i I get it confused sometimes i I think whenever i see his name on like our meetings i think to myself like oh neem from fucking genius prince (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh, uh, <laughs> I know not a not a good thing to think of when you're in a meeting yeah, yeah, <laughs> with an Indian fellow who's your fucking CTO. But um, no, in any case, so basically they come up with a plan, and from there, um, in kind of like a shocking way, basically, um, Wayne goes to the goes to the kingdom to Antigal, and he uh, delivers uh, the the prince's body, um, and says, you know, I've come with a proposal. And so, you know, the fucking guy's pissed off thinking like, oh, he got killed, you know, and he doesn't realize his son is a fucking moron and killed himself. But um, he thinks that Wayne assassinated him and Wayne basically like unveils like everything that the fucking that the, the king wanted to do. Like, oh, you're going to you're going to um, what's it called? You're going to rebel against the fucking major kingdom. And we know you've been doing that, whatever. And like he basically unveils everything like that was going to that was going to happen. And the fucking uh, the king of Antigal is freaking the fuck out right now he's super upset you know he's like oh my god and then wayne's like you know what but this can all go away because it was your it was your son's fault wasn't it right and he's like huh and he's like it was your son's fault right so we're gonna basically pin all this on your son all you have to do is turn over proof and testify against your son and you'll get off with nothing but you know a, 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 a what's it called a reduction in pay that's it god damn don't worry, I got him. I got him. No help notification until I turn. Fuck, bro. That's all. Hey, I wish like, I loved... talk about his kids. <laughs> I wish I loved anime the same way I fucking love this guy. Loves wrestling. Like it's unparalleled how much this fucking guy loves wrestling. He loves wrestling almost as much as you do. I think. No, he probably loves. He loves all of wrestling way more than you do. You love Japanese wrestling more, but this motherfucker loves yeah, all yeah. of wrestling. Like he could tell you. Yeah, he he, lo- uh, he loves the American modern. Yeah. What the I fuck? don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. So anyway, um. So he's like, we, this can all be pinned on your son. Like, all you'll get is reductions in a reduction in yearly salary, um, basically, like yearly money you get as part of like being the thing. What the fuck, Marte? Now Marte's fucking blowing up. This is annoying me. What the fuck are you guys talking about? No, no, he's talking about his kid. Does he just give him a good old Lariato? I don't give a fuck about your kid right now, bro. Stop quitting her up. Fuck. <laughs> like, bro, if your kid isn't fucking dying of shaken baby syndrome, I could give a fucking less. Oh right my now. gosh. Jesus Christ. Just be anyway. Like we're recording, damn it. <laughs> we're recording. Fuck. Anyway. Um, so he's like, you know what? The, the king is like, you know what? I accept your deal, but under the proposal of you give me 24 hours to mourn my son and get all the documents and such. Okay, no problem. Of course he's not gonna fucking he's gonna renege on the deal. You know, of course. Yeah, yeah. Common sense. But he's like, you know, I'm gonna avenge you, son, whatever. And he like maniacally laughs as he sees his son dead body. Um, meanwhile, while this is happening, Wayne ends up like walking to town and he's gonna stay at a hotel for the night at the town, you know, whatever. I don't know why he didn't stay at the palace, but that's neither here nor there. So he walks into town and uh we see him get attacked by this rebel group. We come to find out that these are the guys that uh basically um convinced the king of antigal to fucking rebel and so they're in cahoots wayne gets lucky and narrowly escapes death when the guy tried to stab him and then once he escaped death he had all the control he was able to reveal like oh you guys are the ones who fucking who um who uh, uh convinced the king of antigal to rebel whatever and they, again they have a fight and then uh, wayne's like you know what let's end this and he fucking slices the guy's arm off and as he's about to kill him they retreat um but basically as they retreat like wayne realizes like nope we can't celebrate yet because he hears horses in the background and basically the king of antigal has retained a bunch of fucking soldiers he's going to go after wayne and his fucking retainers and uh abduct and kill them so wayne's like you know what Let's run back to the to the border. We'll run back to the borderline and that'll be that. Right. And so uh, what's it called? 
the the king antigal is like super excited like we're gonna get him we're gonna get him we're gonna get him as they come over the plane they see about 500 soldiers because one of the caveats of this mission is like listen wayne said i can only afford 500 soldiers any more than i'm gonna bankrupt my nation and i'm not gonna bankrupt my nation for your problems he told lobo that so we see him there and he see about 500 soldiers there waiting for him and fucking uh the king of Manticore is like oh shit we have to turn around we have to turn around and as he turns around he realizes they're getting pinched and when he looks at the flag he notices the banner is that of the empire and he's like well we're part of the empire they'll save us they'll kick their ass for us yay and then one of his retainers is like uh you should look at the other banner that's next to that banner and he does and it's loa's banner and so Loa like, has uh... got the kingdom and has fucking pinched the king of Antigal. Eventually, they, you know, they they take him uh, to uh, what's called to the the representative of the of the of the kingdom, the princess and Wayne, the, the prince of uh, of his uh, what's called country. And so as they're basically trying to, like, you know, begin to question him, uh, the king Antigal is like, why are you guys here? Like, you should be supporting me, not him. What what ruse is this? And the guy's like, oh, well, you know, we're uh, doing a joint military exercise. And he's like, huh? Huh? And we basically see uh, as a in a in a flash in a flashback that uh, Loa managed to convince the uh, convince everybody and bring everybody together and do a, a fake military exercise that ended up helping uh, this situation. And so basically they agree. Uh, they, they basically get the king of Antigal defeated. They haven't been his crimes, you know, whatever happens, happens afterwards. And so the episode, uh, as they're talking about, you know, what happens, Loa's like, I can't believe you did that. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you know, I don't know, you know, why you went through all that trouble just to like, you know, not kill him or whatever. And they're like, well, you know, I figured if you, if we mentally broke him, it would be more beneficial for you to be able to use him as your pawn. And it was like fucking savage. Um, so at the end of the day, basically, um, we find out um, in a conversation as uh, what's called uh, Loa and Neam uh, are having a conversation um, that we find out Loa does indeed like Wayne. And we also find out that Neam likes Wayne as well. And the, both of those are obvious. But at the end yeah. of the day, um, Neam can't be with Wayne. I believe she said that. She said, I can't be with Wayne. And Loa doesn't feel she's worthy to be with Wayne because of... Um, what's it called the fact that she's not at either of their levels in terms of like creativity and things of that nature so she's like i'm gonna strive to you know to get my level up and one day hopefully i could be with wayne and that was cute a cute end um and that's basically the gist of it yeah pretty much fun episode very fun episode. don't fuck with I, wayne i love genius prince because it's such a unique take on those isek- it's not even isekai it's like a fantasy yeah it's just a fantasy it's just a fantasy but it's such a unique take yeah it's, it's not it's not the same as realist hero so yeah so that's always that's always good. That, that's the plus. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Tokyo twenty fourth Ward. Mm. I think we're gonna get, we're gonna get a revolution soon. I wouldn't surprise me at least if if that I mean yeah. Uh, basically, a good chunk of this was talk about Kunai's perspective, like his thought process during this ordeal. <laughs> yes, and it makes total sense. Yeah, and we're definitely getting the downfall of RGB, mm-hmm. especially from. What's his name? Koki. And yeah, like he arrested Ren. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Fucking, bro, Koki's a fucking bitch because he's a fucking narc. He fucking snitched him out, bro. Yeah, because, yeah. Multiple he, times. He, when he was he, a kid he, and now as an adult. Like, motherfucker, yeah. bro. Come on. He's snitching on. It's on Ren. He's snitching still. on his fucking homie, bro. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it's, it's again, it's not a good time for the group right now. While Shuta is basically in the middle still, so he just wants to help people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then like, yeah, we find out more about the drug. Uh, thankfully, Rand's not in jail. Jail. <laughs> but yeah, uh, with the visions from uh, Asumi. That was so, a very yeah, shocking revelation. Yeah, that's so basically. Yeah, so basically, um, we see the whole. So when we let me break this down. So when Matt says we saw the thought process of of uh, Kunai, basically what Kunai did was he set out uh, like a hacked broadcast to come out at like fucking a thursday or whenever he died yeah whenever he died or he got uh, taken so they're like if you're seeing this message i'm probably dead and so here's my thought process and he runs down everything that happened reveals you know like he that he was the original creator on accident of drug d but he you know was trying to shut it down and i wanted to kill the guys who was there like he, he went over every single detail and that basically puts kind of everything in disarray especially for koki's father who was in cahoots with with howard to basically yeah. have shantytown redeveloped and he found he didn't i don't think he was aware of this particular information so um that's pretty interesting from that standpoint. And so basically, um, uh, he tells his secretary, like, yo, I'm canceling all my plans. Koki, come with me. And he takes them to like this new like location, like a bridge in the 24th War that like connects between them and regular Tokyo. And they called it something. I forget what it's called, but, you know, it is what it is. So they go inside of this thing there like, and he tells, like, listen, this is top secret. You're the first person other than the people who know about it to see it. And so, you know, we're going to really like find out what's really good with you, basically. And so he takes him inside. He sees the the retainer. He sees Koki's retainer there at the at the helm of like this giant computer motorized like computer system thing. And they call it uh, basically the second. It's like the, it's like it's uh, hazard cast part two, a.k.a. Kanai system. And Koki's like, Kanai? Like, oh, yes, that's your mother's name. And this is your mother's dying wish. So basically hazard cast. He said hazard cast was your mother's dying wish. And this is uh, something that was expanded upon from your mother's dying wish. And that's why we've named it the Kanai system. And they go over all the details of, of Kanai basically. And they, they push out an update simultaneously as this is happening. They basically have a, uh, a press conference and it's like a flash forward and they do a press conference and they push out this app as app update. Um, and basically it says like, Oh, all your information is going to be encrypted and, you know, we'll use your information to help with the hazard cast system and blows it blows about the Kanai system. Cause they, they, again, they debuted it as a Kanai yeah. system, but then the piece of information that's super critical is like, you know, you mentioned that you're getting calls from Asumi. The reason why you're getting uh, calls from Asumi is because of the fact that she's linked to the Kanai system. And so we're going to show you the core of the Kanai system. And they raise the system up and we see Asumi's body hooked up to, yeah. the, to the system. And Koki is shocked, completely and utterly shocked. And he's like, it's kind of like, it's, it's Asumi. Like, is she alive? And they're like, no, Asumi's really dead. Um, but we basically harvested her brain and her body. And so her body and her brain are the entire brain of the kanai system so she lives within the kanai system so this is all basically related to that which is very fascinating and so at this point he says like now that you know this information you know are you going to help us like we need to start with the red with the red who is their leader and he sells out fucking ran the, the fucking feds come in break into their fucking strong yeah, what the and, this is, like and this is something that fucking ran had told shu was going to happen they're like ko's going to sell us out because he knows where we're at he knows what's going on and and she's like ko would like, never no, do that ko would never do that and, and ran's like that's his nature he's gonna do it and sure enough he fucking did it because he's a he's a daddy's boy and we see basically ran jumps out the window breaks through the glass jumps out the window and it's a cliffhanger i think at that point so it is yes yeah because uh, he jumps like, out shit <laughs> yeah and so yeah, shit's hitting the fan for real, for real. 
And yeah, I, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, no episode this week like we saw. Mm-hmm. But when we do come back to this, it's going to be there anyway. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not missing a whole lot, but we're going to get to that. All right, moving on. Rose King. I like Rose King a lot because it's now, so... this episode. I, this episode I really liked. Just... Yeah, man. Like Rose King is one of the most unique animes I've probably ever seen in my 244 animes watching. It's so different compared to what I normally watch. And it's so enthralling. I feel so engaged. Literally 20 minutes goes by and I don't even realize it. It feels like 10. Right? <laughs> 20 minutes will go by and it feels like 10 in this episode. And it's like, yeah, it, this, you, yeah, this, it this, always this, leaves you wanting more. Yeah, like, this flew really quick. <laughs> you know, I would die for this to be one of those shows that's like an hour every episode. I don't think they'll do that. But they would never do that. But this, this would win like American style. You know what I'm saying? Like it, this, like, would, like, this a, like a really live, act, like a live action. Well, it could be like a live English action. style. Yeah, it could be live action English style for sure. Like this is the one of the only shows I can possibly ever say I would want to watch in dub, given that everything is England based. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. This definitely has like English, like english dub vibes ah bro like i would be really interested in seeing it but you know it's not i've heard it in japanese it would be tough for me to you know be able to discern between the two but you know uh, is there a dub for this there, no not currently but then i imagine there will be i i don't yeah i don't see why they shouldn't yeah especially if you bro if your anime takes place in england or fucking america then you should obviously yeah, the, this is like before. again this is a shakespearean thing so yeah i would hope <laughs> yeah 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 i agree but oh man like and just Richard's little fantasies, like his inside his head, are getting a little slowly getting more twisted. <laughs> yeah, man. Like he's on he's on some shit, boy. Like he is definitely having a, it looks like he's having a bad trip every fucking episode. Yeah, like he's got a shower arrows now. <laughs> yeah, man. Like he sees the black throne, his father with black crow fucking wings. Like and then he, at first one one minute he sees Anne, and then it's like, oh, it's his mother shoots him. Yeah, it's crazy. Like he and like because he's um uh what's the what's the term for uh, for multi-sex uh, intersex intersex because he's intersex he's like liking both boys and girls and we see that conflict in this episode where we see him i didn't even realize like he fucking kissed henry's brother is in love with henry yeah. and is depressed over freaking um and but henry's brother is also in love with richard that's so like wicked yeah uh what's his brother's name uh, 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 not George. From the land from the land, Edward. Edward, yeah, no, Edward. Yeah, the, is, the Lancaster Edward, family. Edward is, um, no, Edward is the is the is the current king who gets abducted. That's Richard's brother, Edward. Okay, yes, yes. The other one is named some other. I forget what. I, it's not George because George is the other brother of um of Richard. Is it Warwick? No, no, Warwick is the godmaker. And by the way, I really, 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 really hate Queen Elizabeth. I want to see her ass de fucking capitated. And she fucking has a kid. Bro, she's, she is such a cunt. I will say that word cunt. That's what she is. Yeah, Sean, and now, you saw this and, fucking show. You would agree. You would yeah, fucking agree. And now Richard wants to rescue King Edward. Yeah, basically. But it's pretty wild. Like R- Richard uses fucking his woman. He uses his breasts to get away from a situation. And when he's about to get raped um, by the man who she showed or they showed their breasts to fucking yeah. um, what's it called? His retainer who's always around some whenever Richard is in shit, his retainer will be around like, bro. Oh, yeah. He bro. He's entering like like the realm of Speedwagon in terms of loyal fucking people. 
Oh, yeah. He no, is 100%. speed wagon territory. Let me actually write this in the chat. At Marte, there is a character in Wreck of the Rose King that is slowly entering speed wagon territory in terms of being a loyal ass nigga. At Matt agrees. Anyway. I mean, he. I mean, he won't be speed wagon, but still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, so basically. She comes up, saves him, um, and they are on their way to like this fight, basically for what is it for? It's basically at this rate for King. No, so there was a fight between the Lancasterians and the um, the other people, right? Yeah, the other side. Yeah, the other side. Whatever they are, um, the Yorks, I think. The Yorks, yes, the Yorks, the Yorks, and the the Lancasterians. Yeah, and yeah. so there's a fight, and they eventually capture King Edward in this fight. And the fight was instigated as a result of Warwick and George. George marries Elizabeth. I'm sorry. Let me back up also. Earlier in the episode, uh, George wanted to marry Isabel, which is Warwick's daughter. And um, what's it called? Uh, Edward wouldn't allow it. Edward wouldn't allow it. Edward wouldn't allow it. And so he fucking went anyway and fucking did it and then sided with Warwick against Edward. And so he's going to make George the king of England. No, he's going to no, he's not going to make George the king of England. He's going to make Henry the king of England again. He's like, you know, Henry's still alive and we're going to restore him back to his original throne. And that's that. And so, um, again, after that is when everything happens with Anne and 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 Richard and the other brother. Um, Basically, Anne has been trying her hardest as well to try and like get Richard to forgive her. But Richard, because he doesn't understand anything and he's going through his own shit, doesn't realize that. So Anne's like Richard tells Anne, like, you don't have to force yourself anymore. I release you from from your chains, basically, of like your chains of love. And so Warwick offers Anne to the to the other uh, brother, the other uh, Lancasterian brother, and he doesn't want her. He wants Richard because he knows Richard's a woman or supposedly a woman. I don't think you're going to realize Richard has a dick, too. But um, in any case, yeah, man, this love triangle is just absolutely fucking nuts. And as we mentioned, Elizabeth basically is a complete bitch. She has a a kid, a daughter, and she's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to stop until I have an heir. And then once I have an heir, then you can die. And then, you know, my family, the uh who the fuck are they again? The Woodvilles. The Woodvilles yeah. will have complete control of England as it should, and I'll avenge my husband, who I love so much. Not you, Edward. It's like pretty twisted shit. Like this whole thing is fucking twisted. There's so many twists and turns. Um, like, dude, like cliffhangers, new information that feeds really well into the story. Um, yeah, this is a really, really, really wait, well laid out story, well uh, laid out animation, good voice acting. I love this fucking show, Loki. This is Loki, probably, honestly, perhaps a top five show of the season. Yeah, in this, my, is, in my view. this is definitely underrated. <laughs> Super underrated. I can't stress it enough. And, you know, perhaps I'm a little bit um, biased because of the fact that I love theater uh since my cousins do theater and i have right, right. Theater, but i love the shit out of yeah, it. yeah for people that love theater this is definitely something to check out this is something that will tickle your fancy lovely the more ways than one uh-huh. uh-huh but yeah great stuff i'm looking forward to next week uh now Sas- sasaki and miyato i love them 
Miano, Miano recuperates him. after being confessed to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now what, what happens? Sasaki socks him on the train, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I just want to see your lovely face in the morning. But I also I also forced to go early because I had to study for test. study for exam. That so. your that your friend is tutoring me in this. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh was it Masada or Taiga? Uh who's tutoring him? The blonde? Uh Hirano. Yep, Taiga. I don't know. What's going on? Because the exams are are practically happening in a couple of days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you find out Sasaki watches uh, Boys Love Anime. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He, he is in one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, this surprised me. I was like, well, what, what do people say about it? Why? why mm-hmm. how, do you, how can you say it so proudly? Yeah. I mean, I'm a closet guy, but you know. Yeah. How could you? <laughs> it's like, it's no big deal. Like, I watch it. It was on. I, on TV late at night, so I'm like, all right, sure, this, I like this. Yeah, as, as as from one of the mangas I read, so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, we actually see more of Miano's friends, like Kurosawa and Tashiro, like that. Those those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm glad, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad we're just seeing more of his friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But while all that's going on, though, Miano, but I, you know, it's like I keep, I want to fucking, you know, I it's because I, I this reminds me of Horimiya so much. I want there to be some backstory. Like, I want to see his friend with his girlfriend for like a part of an episode. I want to see the other kid with his boyfriend or fucking around with some boy and whatever the fuck he does in another part of the episode. Like, that's what I would like to see. I think that would be great. You know, like, like it'd be great. Like, if they had like the, I imagine because in the in the OP there's um there's scenes of uh, of fireworks. So I'm thinking to myself like, oh, maybe they'll have a Hanabi festival soon, and then that's where we can see like all their characters interact with their significant others. I'm saying I I have no doubt we're gonna see their significant others at some point. I would love to see them. I think I think we will. It's just more of we're we're learning a little bit about them before we see them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why Kurosawa raps to sure like, oh yeah, this is why I love my girlfriend type of thing. You know, she likes boys love manga, but like, mm-hmm. and like they're talking about how he's like this great guy to her. But while I was going on again, Miao was still deciding whether he likes him or not. Saki, he still can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he gets a lollipop from Toshiro. And he's like, hmm, I should probably give one to Saki because it's his birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no big gift, nothing like that. Here's a lollipop. Mm-hmm. But Sasaki actually loves it. Mm-hmm. So this made him like really happy. He's like, ah, oh, you're cute. <laughs> kawaii, kawaii. Yeah. But yeah, oh, uh, we we skip a little ahead. Like the exam's over. Mm-hmm. It's raining. Uh, Sasaki has the umbrella while Miyano doesn't. Say, like, hey, why don't you welcome to the umbrella with me? And they just start talking normally. And then Miyano was basically like. I like talking to him. I love him as my senpai, but not as someone I could date. Yeah. Not and yet. I, I, yeah. And yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that. Mm. And it's like, I still like girls. He's still thinking about that one girl he met in middle school that he's never going to see again. Or does he? Yeah, but would she care? I don't know. Probably not. But yeah, I mean, no. I, I was very curious when he asked uh, Sasaki, he's like, do you like boys? And he's like, he's like, no, so. like he doesn't know, yeah, because I was getting to that. Like, he because Miata talks him, like, he has an answer, mm-hmm. and he asked that, and he says, like, how do you know? Basically, mm-hmm. like, well, look, I just know that I like you, I feel different when I'm with you, mm-hmm. like, that's like how I know that I like you, mm-hmm. and then Miata starts opening up 
about how he likes him as just a senpai. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like, don't get the wrong idea with me. This is because I love boys love manga or boys love literally anything. Mm-hmm. I certainly love boys, but not really. But and Sasaki that like has his inner laugh, like he just starts laughing inside a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like like he's too cute. Oh, he's <laughs> giddy. He is super giddy. Yeah, he is Marin, which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah, like but yeah, it's more Sasaki is just really happy to see Miana put thought into this like actually thinking about it yeah yeah, which is yeah. all he cared about just saying nah yeah 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 so we got all that going on and you know it's so wild because like i've been where sasaki is where like you know you want a girl or in this sense i want a girl but you know yeah. like he wants this boy they like you want somebody so bad and when they actually are like seriously giving you attention and real like feelings back like there is that like natural like insane internal happiness where like you know, you just feel like this relief and this like feeling of being on top of the world. And no matter what, even if this doesn't work out, like I succeeded because somebody that I really, really, really like is giving me the time of day in the manner that I'm wanting them to give it to me. Like it's pretty, right. and I, I appreciated that so much seeing that. Right. And uh, but then later, as we go on, though, Miano says, but I don't know if it's like a definite no. So it's like more like, please give me more time to. Yeah, he said, basically, please give me more time. And Sasaki's like, take all the time you need. And while we're at it, you know, like we'll continue to be, you know, uh, Senpai Kohai. And yeah. while we're at it, just, you know, be yourself and keep le- keep lending me manga. That's basically what he said. He told him like, oh, yeah, keep lending your- me the gay manga. <laughs> yeah, keep giving me boys love manga and keep being yourself and everything will fall into place as it. And I was yeah. like, that's fucking, that's cute. That was So, uh, yeah, so basically when it definitely does kick pick up like like they're official like near the end hopefully they do that it's gonna be great it's gonna be great but you said it's still going right the manga's still going yeah so but i don't know they'll have but since anime likes to just do one season maybe two maybe like they'll be able to have them have a confession type ordeal and while the manga is just them just dating Mm -hmm. how would you feel how would you feel if they showed like something like you saw from uh from stranger by the shore where they had like like a gay sex scene how would that make you feel i mean if it's developed right i wouldn't mind it yeah i mean i don't think they will this doesn't seem like no 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 probably like after graduation or whatever and they get together by then Mm. like a really fake of but uh i I you know but there's so much you could flesh out and that's one thing i would love to see more of and i think that's one of the reasons why i enjoyed watching um the, the some of the conflicts in wonder egg because there was negative conflict the majority of the time but you got reactions from the girls whenever like they told their family they were gay or something and like it was just hatred and so i would love to see a reaction episode where excuse me um sasaki or miano bring most most sasaki yeah will bring the other to the other person's house and they meet the family like i'm very curious to see like i would love to see that element like explored more in in those instances especially in in yuri and in yaoi anime because now you know like i said i'm I'm, this is super like fascinating the way they've done it and so for my first one i'm glad this has been so great for my first one um and i would definitely love to see more i mean it's different because like i was going to watch given and given they're all adults and so you know there's nothing really much to add like you get that you get that idea somewhat with with blue period you mentioned with the cross-dresser um or is 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 it's it's a cross it's a a, gender queer sorry i just can't keep up with all the yeah yeah yeah, they're they're technically gender queer yeah i don't okay (laughs) it's hard to keep up with bro 
Like, I, know, I, I, know. I just got comfortable calling your significant other day. So it's like, fuck, yeah. now I got to like remember 5,000 other fucking. Well you're, well, you're not watching Blue Period. So Shit. no, I know. But I'm just saying I gave it as an example, like where, you know, that idea of exploration. The, that, that uh, I, I appreciate the effort, though. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But no, like I, I would love to see that more explored. I think that would be a, a fascinating episode that they did a season two, perhaps some some inner conflict, um, perhaps Miano. I mean, I don't know if they've explored that, if that's even part of the anime where like Miano explored maybe getting with maybe getting with a girl and like relenting back, not relenting against Sasaki, but like realizing like, oh, you know, like like I mean, he goes on a date, like uh, he feels nothing in that sense. It was just it was just more he's like talking to someone. Maybe. Or if he does, what if he does have some sort of, you know, like or that, or, desire for or, or, or that he's by yeah maybe like he's just by maybe he's just like I, I like i love sasaki but you know i would love to you know have some monko in my life freeway. like i, I want a freeway yeah like, fuck who knows i mean they're they're out there i don't know I, I couldn't tell you if that's really a thing in japanese culture compared to american culture but probably is I, it's just i said maybe this doesn't sell as well as they would like to, i highly I doubt yeah i highly doubt it so you know it's funny right like i i told unrelated to to anything gay or lesbian i was talking to one of my exes and i was telling her i was like you know i would love to sell our story as like an anime but like it's you know a pretty wild story and she you know fucking something to do with you know cheating and stuff and so i told her i was like you know i would love to to sell our story but the reality of it is in japan our story would not sell well because of the fact that it's in it would look like it would endorse cheating and you know like that's not that's against like everything japanese culture related and even though the story as a whole you could present it as far more than just that aspect of it the reality of it is that it's such a a key baseline of the story that as much as i would love to sell it as an anime you could never fucking sell it as an anime in japan like you could just never do that unless you wanted to like you could do it and then it would like never be well received like it would get hatred probably you know random thought right yeah that's that's, that's something to think about yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Semi main event time. The co man event of the evening. Yep. Uh, Realist Hero. I'm, you know, I probably would have put Sasaki Miyano over Realist Hero, but I, I enjoy know, the shit I, out of Realist. Uh, I know. It's just more it's just switching it up a bit. I know. Cause we always do Sasaki Miyano and fucking our. Yeah, our, we, our we, main usually, event, we, we usually saved the better episode for the last, but since we did Demon Slayer as a beginning, because, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird bringing science into this world. Like, there's this actual legit scientist. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the science. So, like, it, it, that just threw me off. It's, I mean, just strange. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, it truly wouldn't surprise me if there was another, like, somebody that was, like, summoned and wherever they're at they've got like you know for example like demon in the demon world perhaps there's somebody like a human that's been summoned to the demon world and they have american or you know modern 21st century age you know shit you don't know right right hey it's it's, it's, so it's not out of the realm of impossibility and the way they did it it wasn't bad at all it wasn't an insult it wasn't random shit and we we got a great and we got a new fun character out of it she, you know, I don't like her voice actor. Like the way she talks is kind of annoying to me. Yeah, but uh, Genia is the the brilliant Genia. scientist. Genia, Genia, Genia. Her yeah. too. Genia, Genia is the brilliant scientist. You said yes. Genia, Genia, yes. Genia, Genia is the brilliant scientist. Basically, the episode begins with um uh, Sasaki. I was gonna say fucking Sasaki. I was gonna, uh, Soma. 
Soma and Hakia having a, a strategy meeting about whatever plan that they're talking about. Like, oh, the, how's the plan going? Oh, it's going well. It's going too well. As if another force was there, you know, basically reiterated one of the the, the cutscenes or one of the, the hidden scenes from one of the previous episodes. In any case, um, uh, what's it called? The 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 captain of the guard, um, Ludwig busts in the door and he's like i apologize for interrupting your meeting um your grace like i i have to apologize for something that my boneheaded friend did and he's like well who's your boneheaded friend they're like oh it's a scientist for the for the thing and she's like oh i'd be interested in seeing a scientist basically so they basically take um they go via uh fucking dragon over to this like location in the forest in the in the kingdom and uh soma brings Lisha and ludwig together and they enter like this dungeon like entrance and he's like why is the dungeon entrance like made out of like metal it looks like a garage and he says garage and Lisha's like huh and he's like never mind you wouldn't know what a garage is um but then basically they're like oh there's several different entrances you could have a cave you could have you know something technological like metal like they go through various entrances and so this is an abandoned entrance so the the woman named Genia lets them in um, because she doesn't realize that Ludwig is with them. She thought Ludwig was alone. And so when they meet, you know, uh, Genia is kind of oblivious. You know, she doesn't realize who these people are. And Ludwig fucking hits her in the head. She's like, don't you understand? This is the king and queen. Da, 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 da. And so she apologizes. They introduce themselves and they have start having a conversation about science. And it's quite unique because they they go over the different details of science. They talk about how gemstones are, in fact, um, not they said that the two facts, they go over the facts of gemstones. They said that it was um that they're enchanted by the the wind spirit um uh, syphil right yeah syphil or something along the, i was gonna say yeah. syphilis, but that's not that's not quite clearly Silphy. Silphy, yeah, Silphy, the the wind spirit, and Undine, the water spirit, which are two spirits that we see in Black Clover, coincidentally. Um, but in any case, um, that they're Alicia, Alicia gets jealous again. Yeah, she does get jealous again a little bit. So. Um, they go over there and she's like, it's incorrect. She's like, they're not enchanted by it. Basically, um, it's the magic that we put into it that makes it seem that way. So it gives them like a reason to, but there's nothing that currently exists that says there's nothing that currently is real that says that spirits do exist. We just, you know, believe in them as mythical. Right. So, and then they said, the other thing is like, these aren't really gemstones. These are, uh, they, they're, uh, what's it called? Dungeon cores. And she, they're like dungeon cores. They're like, yeah, dungeon cores. So basically when you have a uh, core of a dungeon, that's what attracts the monsters. Um, in order for the monsters to go away and for you to make the, the, the dungeon dormant, you have to destroy the core. These destroyed cores become gemstones and that's what we're doing. Um, so by reality, you know, these are just dungeon cores. So she said no one's ever brought back a fully intact dungeon core. And that's something that she would love to work on. And then she proceeds to tell him, like, you know, like, I'm a scientist. My family's been scientists for plenty of years. We're the Maxwell clan. Junia Maxwell is her name specifically. And so um, she's like, hey, do you want to see my inventions? And someone's like, sure. And so she op- she unveils basically an engine. She unveils an engine and she had it backwards. And so you see this funny thing happen. But uh, Soma, after they do the demonstration and they get back to their feet, Soma basically asks, like, what is this powered by? And she shows them like a black cube. And Leisha goes, oh, that's a um, that's a cursed cube, a cursed ore. She's like, that's a cursed ore. And Soma's like, cursed ore. They're like, yeah, basically, um, you can't put any magic into the into this cube. If you put enough magic into it, it blows up. And they're like, oh, shit, that's not good. So you have a bomb basically powering it. She's like, kind of. And uh, Alicia mentions like, yeah, like uh, the kingdom is cursed because there's a large vein of cursed ore under the kingdom. 
However, uh, what's it called? Genia was like, you know, that's actually incorrect as well. Um, it's not a matter of them being anti-magic. It's that they absorb magic. And so if the more magic you put into it, the more it absorbs, eventually it'll reach its limit. And that's why it blows up. However, she's like, I've, I've come up with a solution to be able to extract the magic from the core. So that way you can safely put into magic and it can safely be extracted without the, the core blowing up. And so uh, Soma's shocked by this because he realizes like, oh, if we can reach into this, she just basically came up with the solution for the rechargeable battery. And so... He's shocked. He's like all the possibilities that we can come up with with the rechargeable battery, you know, where we don't have the steam engine. We can come up with our own industrial revolution based off of this fact alone. So she he calls uh, Soma or sorry, she calls Leisha over and is like, yo, Leisha just became as fucking uh, as big as Tomoe, like critical to like the to the kingdom. Like she's on like Tomoe level of like we need to yeah. like make sure like nothing happens to her and she's protected and everything. And so they're like, well, um Alicia's like well you can marry she can marry somebody and she's like well who do you trust and so she's like what about Ludwig like you know you're a woman like do, do you think uh Genia likes Ludwig and she's like yeah I'm about 60% sure like I could see something with them she's like well you're a man do you think Ludwig likes Genia he's like yeah I'm 99% sure that fucking he likes her like men are really easy to read and I can tell that they have something so he goes back to them he's like I have a proposal for you guys um and he goes Ludwig do you like Genia? And Ludwig's all flustered. He's like, ah, da, 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 you know, like whatever, like trying to like, like go away from it. And they're like, okay, well, you know, we need to, you know, preserve her, whatever. And so Genia, yeah. do you like Ludwig? And he goes, yeah, I like Ludwig. They're like, do you guys want to get married? And he's like married. And, and she's like, you know, I've always wanted to settle down. And I've always thought that you would be a great person to settle down with. They're like, oh, well, it's settled. And Ludwig tries to come up with a couple of like things, whatever. But Soma's like, oh, no big deal. Like, you know, like you'll be fine. You'll be protected. We're going to pay for the entire wedding. You guys can do your thing. Like, you know, she doesn't have to change your last name. So that way she can keep being like a, a Maxwell instead of whatever the fuck Ludwig's last name was. And they're like, is everybody good? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, all right, well, then boom. Then you guys are going to get married. You know, everything's good. There's like comes like an official proposal. It's awkward as shit, but cute as well. And uh, yeah, we basically find out that this scientist is now critical to the world. And so at the end of the episode, um, Ludwig's like, oh, we still have to apologize for what you do. And then um, Soma's like, yeah, well, what the fuck did you guys do anyway that requires you to apologize and do all this? And they're like, oh, she stole dragon bones. And that's where it ends. So it's kind of a meh cliffhanger because apparently this is probably going to be super critical, but they've never explained yeah. us as of yet what the fuck that means. So we'll find out in the next episode why that's so horrendous. And we'll go from there. How dare you? The execution. How dare you? You, you, you genius. How dare you touch dragon bone? Death. Yeah. Decapitation in front of the husband. Poison wine. Like, yep. Lord. All right. Main event time. It's now time for your main event of the evening. For the second time, my dress up, darling. <laughs> it's going to be hard for Bro, honest to God, like I think it's going to be really hard for one of these shows that we're watching to eclipse dress up, darling. Maybe Sasaki Miyano will do it. Maybe Realist Hero. I but, uh, is that, yeah, as right now, it's like now it's my dress up, darling, that's taken over the season. <laughs> for us, yeah, because we're not watching fucking Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer is over. So. Dress Up Darling is going to be really hard to beat this, like as a final show, guys. Right. Uh, but yeah, it starts off with um, Gojo teaching her how to clean the wig, the cosplay wig. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you got to get all these uh, materials, stuff like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she's like, it's uh, easy. You, yeah, apparently, apparently it is easy. <laughs> yeah. 
And, and she gets a little flustered at his face. She, yep. She like turns and looks at his face and she becomes super flustered. And Gojo looks at her and is oblivious to everything. And he smiles in his like adorable way. And fucking she like, he's just happy shit. to help because he's just happy to work with her. So, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, I don't have to like leave her as a friend. Yeah, fucking, yeah. And he just, and she just loses her shit. And then while that's going on, we see the grandfather like being dropped off. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that really what you felt? Like, it's a stockings. It's high school. Yeah, that was so weird. Like, every boy's got one or two pairs of stockings. I was like, uh, the fuck? No, they don't. Why the fuck do te- do teenage Japanese boys have fucking stockings? Eh, well, you never know. But he's just like, I guess. Yeah. All right. You're right. I'll go talk to him. And he opens the door. And he goes home. And, and he's Gojo's holding, holding a dress. The the cosplay outfit. He's like, what the fuck? He almost falls back again. And this Marin time, then pops Mary... up out of nowhere. She's like, yo. And he's like, oh, and my God, like, what the fuck is this, Gojo? And then he's like, OK, all right. Okay. All this time, I thought you were gay, Gojo. <laughs> yeah, they, he basically explains the entire situation to them. And now he's like at ease. He's like, it makes sense. And then Gojo's like, you know, we didn't do anything inappropriate. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I could tell. No big deal. And they start going over the dress like his grandfather. Yeah, like first impressed. he's like, oh, it's good. Then Gojo's like, oh, see, I messed up here. I yeah, used too much glue like, yeah. here. But the like, key they're the like key. nerd talk. Yeah, the key is that, though, like his grandfather was impressed that he made whole ass fucking human okay. fucking clothes. That's not, that's not a human and alley, at yeah. this moment, Marin has a light bulb moment. And that light bulb moment is... She has a crush on Gojo. Like uh, she, heavy. She goes full like special girl. Like I like with baby talk and yeah. like I, I fought. She's like, oh, shit. Like it says that's literally what it says. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm head over heels over Gojo. Like I, I like him. Like, is this love like like why I love Gojo? Like she is hot. And- for yeah, Gojo. and she's like freaking out because either she feels like she's gonna ruin the relationship they have, like I said, yeah, cosplayer, and, and she's going over, she's going over, she's going over, and then her stomach growls, and then they're like, "Are you hungry?" And she's like, yeah. "Ah, you know, oh, we're gonna have dinner anyway, so stay." So she stays the she stay not stays the night, but she stays for dinner. Yeah, she and we find there. out, and we find out basically that um, what's it called? She she has a really poor fucking diet, like a really poor diet. Like she only eats like convenience food because she works at the convenience store. Yeah, and, and she does cook. It's like it's really grease. fucking weird and it's greasy. And so um, what's it called? They're like. All right, you're going to eat here for now. Yeah, her grandfather's like, you're not getting a proper diet. She's like, you know what? Just, you know, for a while, why don't you come over and just have dinner with us every night? That's totally fine. Gojo, you don't mind, right? Gojo's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and, yeah, you forget. You you didn't point that. Gojo's the one that's actually cooking the food. Yeah, Gojo's cooking the food as well. And Marin, so, of course, is super So, like, he, he, he didn't need her to cook when he was in the hospital. Yeah. and He's then, got it. Yeah, and then we also get a revelation, basically, that we find out, of course, we knew, basically, Gojo's parents weren't around. We found out they died when they were young. We don't know why yet. I'm sure that'll be explored. Yeah. Um, and then we find out Marin is in a similar situation. Her mother died of some sort of illness when she was young, and her it father... Was an it was an accident. Okay. And then her father um, is working for a company and got transferred over to a different, like, location. And so, basically, Marin lives at home alone um, at this stage, basically. And that's why her diet's so shitty, because she doesn't have a proper person cooking or anything of the sort and so that's and interesting she was never taught yeah yeah she was never taught properly and then the second half of the episode kicks in and boy that's it started, pretty it starts raining we got a new girl sajuna inu inui aka juju kun juju sama yes, yes uh she starts uh running around in the rain she sees a 
the the doll shop. He's not hiding on the roof. Gojo's like, oh, sorry, the grandfather. He's like, yeah. oh shit, there's this girl in the rain. I wonder. Are if you Gojo's okay, friend. Miss? And we see the face reveal. And then Gojo gets home from from school, and we find out that um, what's her face is um, grandfather Marin is not there. She's um, at work. And so her grandfather, like your friend is here, you know, I let she was all soaked. Poor girl. I let her use the shower, you know, cook for her and give her a drink when you uh, when you're done. And he's like, friend, like, I don't have any other friend besides uh, Marin. And she's like, oh, my God, is this some sort of burglar that's going to rob us? And so he yep. runs to the bathroom, opens the bathroom and we see she's naked, but fucking naked. She got mosquito bites for titties. You can see the little V where the Monko should be. And of course, she's fucking embarrassed because holy shit, this guy just saw me naked. She goes to shut the door. She She slips and busts her whole ass, ass first, legs wide open for the towel falls off and the towel falls off. And I died. It took me a second to get the joke, but I fucking died when fucking like Gojo Gojo has seen it all. Gojo sees the woman's fucking pussy. And we get a flashback to when Gojo was a kid. They're like, why is the woman hairless? Uh, <laughs> that was fucking yeah, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that was so fucking funny. But now they're like sitting across from each other, all flustered and embarrassed. Mm-hmm. He's like, I am so, so sorry. And they do introductions. But, uh, we find out her name is, is, is uh, Sajuna. And then we find out she's a second year high school student at an all girls school, yeah, she, which yeah, makes she her older. older than Jojo and Marin. Jojo and Marin makes her uh, older yeah, than and Jojo and Marin. About- I'm here for an outfit. Like I'm like the outfits. Yeah. And so and Gojo was happy. Like, oh, you like the Hina dolls. Like, yeah. Here, so he takes him to the room and she humors him for a little bit. And she's like, oh, why are we looking at Hina dolls? They're like, I think you're well, well, she was Well, she was enjoying them. I was like, wait, hold up. Yeah. She's like, why are we looking at Hina dolls? Like, it's oh, a Hina doll show. And she's like, I know that, but I'm not here for that. I'm here because you made this costume and pulls up. She pulls up pictures of Marin as um, as her cosplay. And they were like, oh, she posted these pictures online and said she was going to the to the um, to the thing. She's like, I'm Juju. Well, first off, she says I'm Juju. And it rings a bell to Gojo. Juju's and basically we see a flashback of episode two, three or I think it was episode two or episode three, where Marn is basically gushing over all the cosplayers. And she shows Gojo a picture of Juju. And um, she's like, oh, man, she looks like like a little girl. How old is she? And then uh, what's it called? Uh, Marn's like, oh, middle school, maybe elementary school. And we find out, of course, fucking she's, she's a, older. <laughs> she's older than them, which is funny as well. But um, basically, it's like, hey, you know, um, I want this. Uh, I want you to commission an outfit. And you saw me naked. Nobody has ever seen those parts of me before. So she blackmails him like, you're going to make me a fucking you're going to make me a, a cosplay. So like, OK. And so around this time, uh, Marin uh, texts Gojo like, hey, I'm coming over. Got out of work. So she comes she's out like, of no. work. And they're like, oh, this is Sajuna, a.k.a. Juju Sama. And she's like, Juju Sama, Danny. And she fucking just like fangirl. fangirls the fuck out for her. And at first it annoys Juju because like, oh, she's just one of these fucking wannabe cosplayers. And they start talking about cosplay and they start talking about the co- the specific cosplay that uh, Juju wants uh, Gojo to make. 
and they, they like share a little girl show. Yeah, it's a, from a little girl show, but they share kindred spirits, basically. And Marin starts gushing about the show, the show just as much or more than what Juju knows. And Juju's like, you know, at first I thought she was just one of those pretty girls that didn't know shit about the characters. She just saw a character and wanted to be them. And now I realize she's not like that. And then she's like, hey, you know, if you wanted to be this character, why don't you be the character? And she's like, I can't do that because of the fact that when I cosplay, I want to look almost identical to them. And I could never do that. She's short. She's slender. She's very reserved. Yeah. I'm not reserved. I'm not short. I have. Yeah. Big and the fact that she loves the character so much, she doesn't want to ruin it for people. She doesn't want to disrespect the character. But she's like, I'll be another character. And then she tries to propose to her like, hey, if you be that character, can I be her sister? And she's like, no. <laughs> they're like before she even finished she's like yeah yes. no which is funny but basically um there's gonna be you know some 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 competition i think going on and whatever and it's funny also because juju thinks that they're going out and gojo becomes super embarrassed she's like no we're not going out no we're not together and he starts freaking out though she's like he's like one step two step three step because he's freaking out Marin's like Marin oh, is giddy though. as shit like, oh, Gojo doesn't have a boyfriend and starts thinking about them going out together. And, and I, I, I'm not saying no. Let's... I'm not saying no. Oh, and we, we skipped the part completely. Which one? At the beginning of the episode, after Marin goes home, Marin is staring out the window of the train and hears Gojo's words of we didn't do anything appropriate. And she gets flustered and she's like, like what well, if we did? what if we did? And I'm just like, bro, I was telling, did you see somebody that I, uh, I you see what I wrote in the chat? I was like, bro, all Gojo has to do is tell Marin, like, hey, I jerked off to you. Like, it's on. It is fucking I think that, I think that would have been a little creepy. That I jerked off to you? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, probably bit. like, just say I have a crush on you. That's it. Bro, like, I want to do etchy things. And bro, she would be down as fuck. She well, he's got, he's got to stop fuck. being flustered. But. Anyway, great episode. Fantastic episode. I it was so adorable. That episode was absolutely fucking adorable. Funny. It was funny. We got grandpa back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where our everything's good now. All's well that ends well there for now. I can't wait for the next. this is definitely one of those shows that I like I look forward to. So, so I look forward to Sasaki Miyano. I I it's like I look forward to Sasaki Miyano. I look forward to dress up darling. And like I don't necessarily really can say that i look forward to um to requiem until i watch the episode and when it's over i'm like fuck i want to see more and then i look forward to it until but then i forget about it during the week and then i i I also have no doubt for a lot of people this might be this their anime of the season you said you have a doubt it is not i just i had no doubt people would pick this as a number one oh for those who are not watching the freaking for those who are not watching even even if they are i'm pretty sure someone would still pick this no I don't see how you if you're if you're part of the hype train with Demon Slayer and AOT, there's no possible way you could pick fucking dress up darling as fucking as a fake. You never know. I can't I can't visualize that. I just it doesn't comprehend. I can't comprehend that. If you've seen either or or both, how can you make this the number one? And well, I love the as, fuck as out of it. For the I love it. As a fake for the past two weeks uh, on any trans dress up darling over top, both of them. But as we've said before, they have a they have a, like a, a base that they that they go after. So based off of the base's information, it wouldn't well, shock me at all if the base doesn't fucking isn't part of the hype train whatsoever. You know what I mean? Well, it depends. Yeah, because you could vote for multiples and people oh, could vote for it. It's a, it depends. I just I can't see Dress Up Darling overtaking both of them. I can't. I mean, you know something? I, you know what? Let me take that back. I can't see it overtaking Attack on Titan. I cannot. I cannot whatsoever. I can see it overtaking 
Demon Slayer purely on the fact that Demon Slayer ended halfway through the season, which means that it's not going to get as much shine, I would say, as the rest of the shows that are going on. Uh, and, the 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 end, yeah, and, and the ending wasn't and the ending wasn't like holy fucking amazing. You know, it was very calm and, and normal based and it wasn't like a crazy cliffhanger. It wasn't crazy yeah. action. It was a come down after all the cliffhangers and crazy action. So um, I could maybe see it overtaking Demon Slayer. Not for me, but I could see it as a whole but i can't yeah, see it over i can't see it over taking the, the, a, it's yeah it's Titan has way too much hype right now yeah i cannot it just can't i can't i legitimately for me demon slayer is going to be anime of the season and anime of the year probably um for everybody else who's part of the aot train they're going to feel that way about aot and i rightfully so i'm not going to take anything away from aot like i said i started watching the first season i'm 16 15 episodes in and i'm enjoying it for sure it's a three and a half for me already um there's a good shot it can make a four um, when I watch the rest of that season, which would be a very strong start, because if season one starts off as a four and season two, three and now the final is are even better. That's a great fucking that's a great baseline for sure with expectations and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, but overall, that, those are my real thoughts, I'd say, uh, for the week. Anything you want to add for yours? Um, no, uh, a fun week. Uh, mm. I'm glad one is done to have one less to talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I no complaints mm-hmm. in any of this. Uh, I'm excited to see how the rest goes. Not at all. You know what? Let's do something fun. All right. What is it? <laughs> Let's this week give a recommendation for lowly anime involving lollies. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I truthfully don't have anything that's specifically lowly based. So that's why I wanted to hear your recommendation. <laughs> well, we don't have to. I'm just, you know, I wanted to do something fun to wrap no, up. No, no, let me think about it now. Fuck you. He's <laughs> put me in a spotlight. Why don't you? I just, I can't think of anything that's really lowly based. I've, I've seen anime with lowly characters, but I've never seen a lowly based anime. The hard part is it's all mostly etchy. Yeah, that's the problem. And I don't. You guys can't see what I just did. I did a, the fucking Michael Jordan shrug. Like, mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I cannot. I, in good conscience, cannot. <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, baby, you'll come up. Maybe he'll come no. up with one and we can say it at the end of Cakey Shop. No. no. <laughs> I, I mean, you could say uh, Made in Abyss because there are like kid sized. Maybe. Yeah, but I haven't watched it, so I can't tell, say if they're lollies or not. Yeah, or, probably, I, I don't think they are, truthfully. Oh, then, then fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing that says, <laughs> I, nothing that says, take me to fucking jail. <laughs> So no, <laughs> characters oh. is one thing. Actual show, no, oh, no. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I'm not like, I don't know, like I wasn't thinking like a whole show. I was thinking maybe with like multiple characters or something. I don't know. I really don't you know. know. I, just, I can, I can say so loop, but there's nothing. There's nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. Just fishing. It's just yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no jail bait or anything. Thank God. I mean, fucking. What about Adachi and Shimamura? They're not lollies. Like, yeah, I know. They're not. This is... I mean, they're what, 14, 15? They're think. in high school, just, you know, just normal <laughs> sized. They're not <laughs> five. <laughs> no, you know, I'm dying right now because the awkwardness in your voice trying to like. The, 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 who the fuck says that? <laughs> 
What rational human being says, hey, what's your favorite lolly anatomy, pal? Talking to the mic. I have Chris Hansen on the other side. No. No. Oh, I am, I am not taking a fucking seat. Oh, God. Do you know why we're here? Yeah, because uh, my fucking co was like, hey, watch Lally. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Did you ever see Super X Heroes? It was on Funimation. And it was 2020. It's an etchy anime. It's a very etchy anime. I guess in theory, they because they're in high school, so I guess they don't necessarily count as lowly, but No, it's like something that's like a thousand years old, but the size of a five-year-old, so no. Basically, the fucking the, the demon princess from fucking Jobless. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that. Or the girl from Dragon Maid <laughs> that has a crush on a, a literal nine year old. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Yeah, fucking that. That's <laughs> yeah, Kyra has a crush on a fucking nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the high hundreds. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, this is a great way to end the night for me at least. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm fucking dying right now. Like head, like head on breasts, like touching, have our heads on Lovely's breasts. Oh my god, I should start. I should have started off with this question so I could have been energized the rest of the show. No, I, I feel. <laughs> no, we're canceled. <laughs> we're canceled now. That's it. It's over. <laughs> Oh, I said the C word three times. We talked about Lily Anime at the end. This might be the end, guys. Yes, we're done. We're full of cake. I threw up the cake this time. I had enough of the cake. Oh, yeah, I've chucked the cake. I'm done. Yeah, I have chucked it. I didn't talk about it. I don't want to look at it again. <laughs> you will not have Lily. Follow cake, me on Twitter at Damian Phoenix 12. <laughs> Follow our actual Twitter at Talk to Cakey. Follow our tree link, which has. Where we listen to your favorite local podcast, which is Spotify, Apple Music, Apple. Well, I said Apple already. God damn it. iHeartRadio. <laughs> Audible. I wish I would have asked you this question when we were on Edibles when I saw you. No, I would still ignore you. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you, Sean, for being our editor. I hope you edit him for the hope you edit Ethan out for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> WM Network and Cherry Shark Radio for hosting us. Put your plugs in. Go away. <laughs> I'm in tears. This is fucking great. This is fucking great. You can follow me at SHOSTOPPA24 at Twitter. You can follow me at SHOSTOPPA249 on fucking analyst.co. You can follow us at Talk the Keki Instagram at T A L K T H E K E K I. Talk the Keki. And you can follow me on my social medias. You can follow me on my podcast, Instagram, a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, podcast dot senpai. And you can follow me on my anime Instagram, AI underscore anime 24. Um, a quick plug for that. In regards to that, I will be posting my seasonal reviews as stuff concludes. I do that every season um, within the posts. And so if you want to check out my personal review on Demon Slayer, um, a little bit in depth, even though I feel we were probably more in depth in this show. But regardless, if you want to read it, <clears throat> it's on there posted already, as well as for, <coughs> excuse me, because I was dying over here. Um as well as for other shows. Um, again, each of those uh, uh, locations have a link tree for myself and for the group in general. So again, if you want to find us on our social media channels, or if you want to find the group on the, on the social media channels, um, feel free to click on those links. They'll take you there. You can follow where you need to go, depending on where you want to be. Um, and then <clears throat> just another quick shout out. 
shout out to the MMA for Marks podcast, my boy Andy. Shout out to the uh, Orlando Tragics podcast, my boy B Ronan. And uh, let's go ahead and get out of here, bro. <laughs> Alrighty. Arigato and Atosaku and Sayonara. Sayonara, Mina san. <clears throat> bye bye. Bye bye. In lowly voice. If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Today, what business needs most is creativity. So let's create new possibilities from intelligent automation to cloud management that requires less management. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM, let's create. Learn more at ibm.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.